Yeah, there's like different life intervals. Do you know what I mean? Like there's like the teenage interval where like everything that you're experiencing is like the most tragic thing in the world. <laughs> and the most yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're like, I don't know how I can move on from my first girlfriend. Like, I'll never love anyone again. <laughs> like that kind of shit. It's like all the emotions I'm feeling. Basically being a teenager is like Linkin Park and Evanescence. Even like honestly, like even thinking back on it, like my first girlfriend breaking up with me, like the pain of that was like was like a knife to the heart. That like <laughs> listen, like listeners, like I, I I mentioned before, like I'm divorced, so like, but like thinking back, like that was still that getting dumped by my first girlfriend was still like such a knife to the heart that was so strong that that pain was even stronger than something like, say like my marriage as a grown adult <laughs> coming to an end. So you were shot through the heart. Uh, yes. She gave love a bad name. Alert quantum surge detected vector five, nine, seven. Transformers, robotic life forms born far across the galaxy on the planet Cybertron. Two groups of their forces crashed on an unknown planet. A quantum surge then changed the Beast Warriors into Transmetals, who are joined by new comrades. Now, the Beast Wars rage on. Too much energy. Greetings, Maximals, and welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And this week on Too Much Energon, we have a Mega Beast sized episode because we are reviewing uh, Coming of the Fusors, part one and two, the second and third episode of season two of Beast Wars, respectively. They originally aired on November 2nd and November 9th, 1997. So, Coming of the Fusors. The Fusors, because we, we need to introduce as many new ways to make Transformers as possible. <laughs> Trans yep. metals isn't enough, god damn it. Yep, because Hasbro is like, we need new toy gimmicks, damn it. You gotta get these kids buying more toys. How do we do it? Yep. Um, before we even get into the episode, I'm just gonna say, uh, Fusor, fucking stupid name. <laughs> And it's, it's weird because like they, they, they drop that name in the show so nonchalantly right. as they don't discuss it. They just I think it's Rat Trap that does it. I, I can't quite remember. But somebody drops the name I, like Fusor, I remember that, and I'm like, huh? I remember that Megatron does when he's talking to I think it's Silverbolt, he's all like blah blah Fusor Shears. And I'm oh, like okay. huh. <laughs> Not up for debate. And it's oh, so it's weird that they both the Maximals and the Predacons called them Fusors. Right. But that's, I don't know, that that's kind of how this show toys. is going, though, that's, because that's how like, it works. Toys, right. Because, yeah. like, um, last episode, uh, the premiere of season one, or blah, 
the premiere of season two, uh, Aftermath, uh, Rat Trap originally coined the term trans metal, but Me- Megatron also referred to himself oh, as yeah. a trans metal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Megatron <laughs> referred to himself as trans metal. Um, in this episode, he goes, Oh, Tarantulas, I can see that you're trans metal too. Excellent. Yeah. And it, so it's funny. Both Megatron and Rat Trap are the ones to coin new terms. They just happen to be the same on both sides. <laughs> Weird, huh? They good, disagree good on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this um this season is already like way more Okay, yeah. so Transformers <laughs> as a property, it has always been like the the cartoons have always been created with the purpose of selling toys to kids. Uh-huh. And I get that. Like that that was the same with the with G1, that was the same with G2, that was the same with season 1 of Beast Wars. But it's much more overt this season so far I'm finding and this is something that I didn't really pick up on when I was watching the show in like yeah in 19 when I was 12 <laughs> in late 1997 like I didn't really pick up on that but now I'm like I'm like yeah okay this is like literally <laughs> a 22 minute toy commercial <laughs> now more than ever these last 3 episodes yeah. Uh do they feel like long toy commercials? <laughs> I there there's there's plot underneath that I'm really interested in. Um Right. We're we're going to get into but for anyone listening like surprise surprise Dinobot goes on like a fucking like independent like mission and goes and grabs the the golden discs. Yeah. Like a boss. Uh, like what else is there? There's some shenanigans with Black Arachnia, but outside of that, it's oh boy, are they feeling like toy commercials? Like you said, that's a that's an apt description. <laughs> it's uh, well, uh, so I'll just go on on record of saying like I I don't like how the trans metals look. Mm. I know, like burn me on the cross, listeners, but <laughs> like. I, I like how. It, okay, so I don't like how they look. Second gripe that I have, um, this is one thing my partner pointed out. They're not like they're not like animals in disguise. Like this is right. Beast Wars. They're supposed in their beast mode. They're supposed to look like animals. The, right. the transmetals don't anymore. They just gave up on that. Yeah. Like Cheetor has jets and he's like silver and Rat Trap has wheels. <laughs> and uh Megatron yep. I I'll never like his beast mode. Uh, <laughs> fucking roller skates. It his face is just so toy like. Whereas it was like a semi realistic T Rex <laughs> in season one, right? Yeah. So I I can get over it. I can enjoy the show, but holy shit, is it a transition for me, my dude? <laughs> it, it it's um like it's come out recently that the the next transform live action Transformers movie is going to be 
called uh, Beast Alliance. And I... Uh, some plot details have come out regarding that, and it's basically going to be a like globe-trotting heist film set on modern-day Earth that's going to feature Beast Wars characters transforming into basically mechanical animals, like animals that like basically look like Michael Bay Transformers robots. So like but, real, but more realistic transmetals. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I'm like, dude, no, like, n- no. Yeah, li- exactly. <laughs> like no one wants this. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Speaking Literally. of Michael Bay and, and no one wants this. <laughs> Sorry, you, you were saying I, I was going to mention something else, but go ahead. <laughs> I'll let you finish your. No, no, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. Um, Go ahead. Do you remember when that motherfucker said that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were aliens? Right. And the internet went fucking like nuts. I actually just filled in um, my partner about that fiasco. And he was like, guys, relax. I didn't actually mean aliens. I just meant uh, Craig and the the goo. Craig, that was a little uh, brain dude, right? Krang. Yeah, Krang, sorry. Um, Krang. Yeah, General that Krang. The goo and, and Krang, lol, relax. But like, he 180'd and ended up saying that after he had said, like, doubled down already on like them being aliens. And instead right. of being like, hey, we've listened to you loud and clear, they're not going to be aliens, he did that whole like, oh, it was just a, you, you guys just didn't understand. Like the whole, <laughs> the prank bro thing. Right. You guys just didn't understand. Technically, the the ooze is made by aliens. So, like, haha, I was working with, like, people that worked on the original, like, run of TMNT. So, like, joke's on you guys. You guys are the dummies. And I'm like, dude, just graciously say you were a fucking idiot and apologize. <laughs> when somebody's yeah. ego, like... You know what I mean? Like, you've met people that, that aren't even famous uh, directors in real <laughs> life that, like, they'd rather, like, take a bullet before they apologize, even when they're wrong. That, that oh, was... Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was... Uh, that Fuck, was I work with people like that. <laughs> yeah. That, that was Michael Bay with the fucking alien thing. Alien turtles. Yeah, so... So the the, the sequel so to they'd that be movie. teenage teenage alien ter- they wouldn't be TMNT anymore motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's for our TMNT podcast this is our <laughs> this is our Beast Wars podcast right right oh. I always get those two confused yeah I I I can see how you would make that mistake <laughs> although I will say um the sequel to that uh. Michael Bay produced TMNT movie is actually a lot better than its predecessor. So I watched the first one with no yep. expectations, right? And I was like, oh, huh. It, yeah, that, it's, that wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's not as like, bad as you would think. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why everybody like flipped out. And then I haven't seen it, but people were like, oh, the, the second one was like actually good. And I was like, the, oh, good. Yeah, the, the the second one actually feels like a live-action version of the 80s cartoon. 
So I I huh. would highly recommend it. Well, I guess I got to add that to my. Oh well, I got Netflix now, so I can see if it's on there. Uh, it may be. That's where I watched it. So. Oh um, well, then I will. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, speaking of watching things, uh, Coming of the Fusors Part One. We open with a. Uh, we open in the barren wasteland that we uh, left our heroes at the end of the last episode with some moonlight and gray clouds and (laughs) things were looking bad. Yeah. It's a very like you reminded me that the planets like atmosphere and probably oceans, like everything was like refucked up earthquakes happened volcanoes went off. It's the, like you said, the atmosphere was ignited. It's, it was bad. Bad news bears. <laughs> yep. Uh, destroyed wasteland. Dead trees everywhere. You know, not looking good. Uh, no, I guess one of the extinction events in Earth's past could be blamed on this moon. Oh, uh-huh. and I can say that now because they actually finally bring that up in this episode or in this two-parter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut to the the Predacon base and Megatron in his beast form, his transmetal roller skating, <laughs> uh, <laughs> transmetal roller skating, uh, hip rocket beast form, uh, takes off into flight with Inferno with in tow. Inferno, his best buddy. Oh, I just yep. realized it shows a scorpion crawling on the dead tree as lightning flashes in the background and it shows the moon. And now it's much more obviously Earth's moon. Like it, it looks like a photo of of our moon, right? <laughs> but there's a scorpion crawling on like a tree, and I'm like, oh, rip in peace. <laughs> I need to do some fan art of Scorpionock now. Some foreshadowing. <laughs> oh God. But also, <laughs> but also, rip in peace, Scorpionock. Rip <laughs> yeah. in peace. You will be missed. And. uh, Speaking of, miss- <laughs> Speaking of missing things, uh, that's not what Waspinator is doing because Waspinator is actually picking up on some shit. He looks yeah. up at, yeah, right? He looks up at the moon and is all like, Waspinator knows. <laughs> right? And then, he- <laughs> and then he zips away. Yeah, he's like, run moon now. Mm." And he like rubs his wasp chin. (laughs) Yeah. So he's noticed. And then, but uh, like, who's noticed at this point now? Like, shouldn't they have all have known? Or is it only, oh, one moon? Well, now I know where we are. Like, what? (laughs) Couldn't they have like looked up and been like, wait a second, that, that looks a lot like Earth's moon? Literally the only planet in the universe with one moon. (laughs) raspinator nerves so he he rushes off to go do something back in the base and uh yeah now that he's figured figured (laughs) things out like he he suddenly has to do some shit what that shit is who knows but uh yeah so uh now Dinobot is in his beast form, looking up at the moon as he does, <laughs> scowling. Yeah, looking at the 
the dark side, contemplating, growling. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking gun pops out of the rocks nearby <laughs> and shoots at him. Maximal infrared signature detected. And I'm like, is there no is there no peace on this planet? <laughs> Never. And then uh Dinobot Some gets out of the way rocks. and starts panting and looks over and notices some boiling mud and decides like a, a to go all spring of mud. Decides to go all fucking predator. Yeah, so I I really enjoyed this, but if you recall, right? I know the reference is a predator reference. Great movie, yeah. by the way. Anyone listening that has not seen um Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I would be astonished please. if anyone listening to this show has not right? seen Predator. Like my, part, my partner hasn't. Oh, That's one we need to watch. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So it's so high on our list. It it's so good. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it holds up too. You know what doesn't? The further and further along those Alien versus Predator movies go. <laughs> I uh, do this very infrequently, but I those walk weren't away. even good when they came out, though. No, no, <laughs> I actually walked away from AVP. I haven't even seen the second one, uh, Requiem. I think it's called. I only saw the first one. I, I could was... never bring myself to ever watch the second. The the first <laughs> one was so bad. Yeah, I just uh. oh god. Just uh, any, anyways, he's <laughs> Dinobot on in Beast Wars. <laughs> um, he puts the mud on him, but the mud was boiling as if it were like a hot spring, right? Like a natural uh, reservoir. I see and where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the in Predator, when the mud dries on, uh, spoilers for Predator. Um, a movie that came out in 1987, folks. Ju- jump ahead 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, 87, was it? Pretty sure, yeah. Um, you can close the door if you don't want spoilers. My partner just escaped and covered their ears. Um, uh, when he puts the, the mud on him by, by accident, right? It dries and it has a cooling effect and the predator can't see him because he uses a, a type of infrared, like heat, heat signature. Right. But he's smearing hot mud on him. Just yeah. wanted to point that out. A little bit of a stickler. But yeah. as we see, the the gun, um, it's not. As, it's as not soon heat. as you mention, as soon as you mention the the infrared thing, I'm like, ah, uh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah, hot yeah. <laughs> and and normally I'd say, oh, well, it's just scanning for maximal signatures, not heat. But the gun just said. Maximal infrared signature detected. Mm-hmm. So it does scan for heat. And he just put boiling mud on it. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> no, no, that's that's uh that that is a good thing to point out. And another thing, it zooms in and onto a frog. But yep. frogs are amphibious. Like it it shouldn't be it it shouldn't be warm, right? They're uh, they're cold blooded creatures. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it like zooms in and detects the frog, 
but it should be about the same temperature as its surroundings because it's cold blooded. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, science, folks. <laughs> it, uh, it's just whenever there's like a a teeny bit of sci-fi, all I ask is that they, I mean, they didn't have Google in the '90s, but like, they, all I ask is that they don't use words they don't understand. <laughs> anyways, it does not shoot the frog because it does not detect a maximal sh- signature. Uh, I've actually been uh, over the course of the, the the past year or so, I've been slowly rewatching through Star Trek: The Next <laughs> Generation on Netflix. Okay, and we, uh, um, our buddy Steve um, has been as well. By the way, if you guys ever want to reminisce about it, mm. like very recently, like same over the last year. Anyway, sorry, you were saying something you've noticed. Oh, something I've noticed is that. Uh, the techno babble on the show is completely it, consistent. It's surprisingly good for the yeah. most part. Like most of the time, like I listen to like watching the show as an adult and not like a seven year old kid, <laughs> like yeah. when I was watching the show originally back in the early nineties, um, listening to it as an adult, I'm like, I understand the words that they're saying now, which I obviously did not in 1991. Um, but usually the the techno babble makes sense. Yes, not always. at least in that universe. Not always. Not not but, always, but but it's most mostly of the consistent. Yeah. So props to Star Trek for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm debating like theoretical physics on the show Beast Wars. It, right. it said infrared. Yeah. And the, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and one of my, you know me, right? Uh, my favorite thing is when in like a 10 second, like 10 second, 10 seconds from itself, the show yeah. contradicts itself. That's my favorite. When somebody will say something or something will happen in the show, and then it's immediately contradictory. Contradictory. <laughs> uh, I'm making up words. The show's contradictory. No, contradictory. That's a word. Wait, that's a it, word, yeah. No, it is a word, yeah. Yeah. It just sounded funny when I said it out loud. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, contradictory. The art of speedrunning the game Contra. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I didn't even input the Konami code for thirty extra lives. No, that's how hardcore I am. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Truly um. con- contradictory, indeed. Cheers. <laughs> but speaking of contradictory, uh, I still enjoy this scene, though. Because we get the POV shot of the turret, and just right. like in a freaking video game, it slowly turns right to left. Yeah. And while and every time it pans over the middle, um, it shows Dinobot covering his face, and he's like covered in mud, like tiptoeing like a little bit closer, and then standing still as it passes him by, and then it goes to the right, and then the left until he's right up in its in its face, and he punches it. That makes me think he could have just snuck by it. 
completely. But what the fuck do I know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, it's still funny. If, if Metal Gear Solid has taught me anything, like all you have to do is just move when the camera isn't looking directly at you. And as we all know, they're either completely stationary or they slowly pan left to right in a 180 degree. <laughs> yes, they, they oscillate repeatedly yes. in a very predictable fashion. And <laughs> if you squeeze along the wall, you can go right under it and it's blind spot. You know, I refrained. I refrained. I I was like, how do I defi- define the scene without bringing up Metal Gear Solid? And then I was like, you know what? I'll see yeah. if I can, but I bet you Christopher can. <laughs> Leave One it to me, Dad. <laughs> One of but these yeah, he days, punches we'll, the turret. we'll do a dedicated Metal Gear podcast. Well, we have to at this point. I think... S- I, I legitimately think so. So, listeners, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> but uh, we're back in the dark side with just Waspinator flying around, and he's looking at um, the two golden discs in a beam yep. of light. Yeah, they're both uh, suspended in midair in this, like, yeah, like you said, uh, a beam of light. Very sci-fi shit. Yeah, there's even a uh, a purple kind of like laser wall surrounding the that beam, and as Waspinator goes to touch it, he's he's zapped and thrown backwards. Yeah, at and bad timing, because who's behind him? Dinobot covered in mud, <laughs> <laughs> like a naked Arnold Schwarzenegger ready to kick ass. Yeah, and uh, Waspinator transforms, and Dinobot grabs him, and is basically all like stupid bug. And Waspinator is gone out of his hand. Yeah, yeah, and Waspinator is all like, "Er, Waspinator nose once again. <laughs> One moon, <laughs> One moon now. Planet changed, and that means. And for the first time on the show. Dinobot, Dinobot says, <laughs> Earth. Yes. It means Megatron was right. Right. And uh, yeah, this is the first time Planet Energon has actually been referred to as Earth, straight up. And all it took was um, Waspinator looking at the moon <laughs> that wasn't a giant <laughs> death laser and going, wait a second. I Wait a cycle. That. <laughs> Wait a cycle. And I'm like, but the moon would have looked like that even with the other ones still in the sky. Did oh, nobody man. stop and go, that moon looks really familiar, but no, nah, it can't be. There's two moons. <laughs> and did anyone like take a minute to sit back and think like, God, why do we Transformers like keep crash landing on Earth of all places. Ha. We are a spacefaring species. Like we can there travel are the galaxy of planets out there. <laughs> Why do we keep crash landing on Earth? Like what is it? What? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. If you take the collective, the movies, the animated TV show, like if you take everything, I'm curious how many times they <laughs> crash landed on Earth. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, probably more than that. No, honestly. more because I'm I'm only familiar with a small. That's just what I can think of. One, 
two, three. I can think of. I can think of three times definitively. Wait, one. So in G1 yeah. and Beast Wars, them crash landing on Earth was an accident, but like definitely in the Michael Bay film, like it was intentional. Oh, right. Okay, scratch that off my list then. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It also, was, wasn't it? Yeah, also on the subject of those Michael Bay films, like I fucking hate that like the Transformers came to Earth basically in their own like self-contained like little escape pods oh essentially yeah, yeah like give them a fucking ship what the fuck yeah exactly give them a ship like a space for it they're like roaming around in these pods okay yeah 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 was never a fan of that it's like Give them the put them in the fucking ark and have the ark crash land on prehistoric Earth million years ago. Yeah. Like, come on, I'm not necessarily when it comes to adaptations, I'm not necessarily a stickler for like. Oh, it has to be exactly oh, like the it has to be a direct like word for word like <laughs> adapt Transformers like that would be a fucking <laughs> stupid movie because because sorry listeners, uh. G1 does not hold up. Dude. I've revisited it recently. It does not it, hold up. It's a little up. hard. Like, to... that, sh- that show is fucking dumb. <laughs> but It's uh, overall, and I, I never usually say this, but it's overall, if you take the big like plot points away from it and put it in like a couple paragraphs for somebody, yeah. I'd recommend that, like just reading a wiki over like stomaching going through the entirety of of G1, but right. it also Re- depends. If you're Re- really nostalgic and you want something to play in the background, yeah. Yeah. Um, read the wiki and watch the 1986 movie. Oh. Because that, that holds up pretty well, in, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Uh, anybody listening to this that's unaware, um, Christopher and I do a live commentary of the, <laughs> of the uh, Transformers movie. Yeah. And uh, it's good. It is both the movie and like there, our there's actually a plot. There's actually like danger. A child may or may not be eat, uh, eaten alive by by all <laughs> by Unicron. <laughs> I was gonna say Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same difference. Uh, anyway, but, so... Uh, yeah, back to the, the dark side here. Uh, Waspinator and Dinobot basically both come to the conclusion. Waspinator, of all people, Jesus. I mean, we can assume Megatron knows what the fuck the discs are, right? And he knows that well, they're every, on Earth, correct? Yeah, and presumably that's why he wanted the truce at the end of last season, yeah. was because like he... He's figuring shit out. Yeah, yeah, he he knows what's up. But like Waspinator, man, go Waspinator. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh he's like um he he's finishing like Dinobot sentence and he's like the discs will give record of the future and ultimate power. Yep. And they decide to well, not really, but 
they decide to wasp like yeah he's all like lizard bot and waspinator team up lizard bot (laughs) and dinobot's all like fucking name (laughs) and dinobot's all like uh yeah sure man you go first and then throws waspin picks waspinator up one-handed and throws him into the uh the like energy yeah, field surrounding. He screams the- no as he's being thrown into the energy <laughs> shield. Oh! Yeah. And this is the most torturous like defense system I've <laughs> defense system I've ever seen. And while these tendrils shoot out and start to like dismantle and like electrify Waspinator, it, yeah. the camera zooms in on Dinobot's face and he goes, Whoa. Uh, also really bad um, defense system if you think about it because what if two people worked together to try to get the discs such as this exact situation <laughs> like this whole like defense like tendril thing is completely reliant on none of the Predacons working together <laughs> which I mean good it point. is the Predacons yeah. so Unfortunately, Dinobot uh, is here. Yeah. And it's Uh, weird. Like, there's a giant magnet? Yeah, so Waspinator gets blown apart by the shield thingy surrounding the golden discs. And yeah, there's this weird, like, magnet thing on the wall behind it that uh, pulls parts of Waspinator toward away it away from him and sticks to the magnet and then like a claw comes out of the wall this is the most elaborate home alone trap i've ever seen <laughs> yeah so uh, Wasp- a claw Wasp- comes out of the <laughs> the wall Wasp- grabs basically him. basically waspinator gets pulled apart piece by piece and then yeah. gets crushed yeah there's like, a car crusher in the ground yeah exactly like he's a cube at like a junkyard or something like that it even has like a little panel that like like fires him away yeah he's like actually a cube and as he gets fired away the the waspinator cube uh collides with the uh the cube of the dead trans metal (laughs) body of tarantulas yeah, and Black Arachnia is like, "Hey, I'm walking here." <laughs> hey, hey, hey I'm walking here. I'm walking here. And then awkwardly, Dinobot's just like stepping away from like the pedestal, and he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> and he starts just eye lasering everything. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, plot plot and point. He tarant- eye lasers a vault. And Tarantulas is all like in uh, Black Arachnia's head is all like, he's taking the disc, stop him. And Dinobot comically leaps through the wall <laughs> and leaves a like hilarious imprint, which I think I might actually make the show art for this episode. Let me see this. I, I sent you a screenshot of it. Oh my God. <laughs> I did not even notice that. There's a Dinobot. <laughs> he doesn't go through it like that though. He goes through it backwards like Batman disappearing. Yep. <laughs> that is some hilarious shit. Although I will say about this um amazing like basically cardboard cutout of a person. 
it is kind of the pose you would imagine if someone was actually body checking their way through a wall. Yes. And presumably that's what he did. He ran and jumped through. They yeah. Just didn't animate it. The camera was on Black Widow at the yeah. time. That's, so that's fair. I'll give them that. <laughs> it's not typical cartoon shit where it's I just didn't like, catch that. that. Where it's basically just like uh, Da Vinci's Vitruvian. <laughs> um, for listeners, if you didn't catch it either, around like I don't know, four minutes and fifty-five seconds. Yeah, that like Dinobot jumps through a grate or a vent, and he leaves an imprint. <laughs> Of himself, like when a cartoon runs through a wall. Yep. <laughs> that, you know what? It's the little details that actually make the show pretty great. I think the so, The overall yeah. plot is first and foremost, but little things like that, and like the Predator... <laughs> um, throw uh, the, the Predator reference. It's, it's fun. Little, little homages like that. Yeah. So Tarantula says some Tarantulas bullshit in uh, Black Arachnia's head. And he's like, go after Dinobot. And she's like, no, I don't fucking care. Besides, you wanted me to get your body to your lab. And he's like, you fool! Those discs are more valuable than... Ugh. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, they give up on that. And so she starts kicking his corpse, his transmetal corpse around. And then, uh... And, uh, Waspinator's alive. Yeah, the cube of Waspinator is all like, Oh, sure, leave Waspinator behind. Waspinator (laughs) just drag himself to see our tank. And a little claw, insect claw, comes out and starts pulling him along. And And I'm I'm like, man, go Waspinator. Yeah. So independent. Very resilient, motherfucker. Right? Him and Pterosaur, man. Well, Pterosaur. Rip in peace, Pterosaur. Rip in peace. (laughs) But, uh... You know, I am way more mad as an adult about Pterosaur and Scorponok dying so senselessly. I didn't even remember that. That's how, like, little I cared as a kid. I, I, I'm way more mad about it as a grown-up watching this show than <laughs> right? I ever was as a kid. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess they're gone now. And now I'm like, but that, that was such a, like, fart in the wind, like, passing for those two. Like, come on, they deserve so, better. I make the episode of them going out. Yeah. Make the episode of them going out, like... They refuse to yield to uh, one of the Maximals or both of them. And in right. their hubris, they get knocked into the, the lava. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, they refuse to surrender, and it's just like, give up, like, blah, blah, blah. And the Maximals are inside the dark side, right? And maybe um, no one else is, like, around. And they say, never! And, like, they, they continue fighting, and as... Like Cheetor and Rat Trap and Rhinox fire back at them, the ledge that he's on gives way and he falls into the um the lava in the dark side. Yeah, like there you go. I like just that. Yeah, exactly. Like something more it 
it's very easy to come up with a more narratively satisfying end for those characters than what we got in the <clears> show. Do you remember when you PM'd me and you were like, so how'd you handle blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah dying? And I'm like, what? And you're like, they, they died that episode. I was like, huh? I had right, looked down right. to like check like my, uh, my phone or like, you know, like drink or something like that. And like, I guess I didn't process it. Like yeah. I looked away for a second and I immediately like went back and like went and watched it. And I was like, Oh, they died so quickly that I didn't even really, because I had watched it twice and it was playing in the background and I didn't even like really register that they were gone, gone. Right. Man. I mean, not even the characters in the show. Me, <laughs> not even the characters in the show seem to really give a shit either. So. Yeah, when they thought Rat Trap died, they were like, oh, I'll miss that stinking pile of omnivorous rodents <laughs> omnivorous pest pestilence. pestilence right right they were like all shit talking him and it's like yeah he was a rat and sure he was annoying and sure and, i hated him but he was he was best and, he, and he was an omnivore so fuck that guy <laughs> well he was a garbage eating piece of shit but he was our friend <laughs> Oh boo! Oh boo hoo! <laughs> uh, yeah, they they should have um the Predacon should have gathered around the uh, lava pit and you know like fired guns up in the air or something. Yeah. Twenty one okay. blaster salute. Yeah. Twenty one eye laser salute. Yeah, and they they grab an energon shake and they're like, pour one out for our dead homies. <laughs> yes. Here. By the way, we should put a grate over this lava pool or something. <laughs> uh, any, any, I'm I'll I'll forever I've, be salty about that. I've played enough Super Mario Brothers to know that this could be a problem. Cheers. But only after I've lost two Predacons, one the most loyal Predacon I could have asked for. Now, only now will I put down a metal grate or something. Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he sighs and looks over to the employee of the month wall. <laughs> 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 Which, as we know, only has <laughs> Scorponok pictures on it. Yeah, it's just 30 of the like same portrait of Scorponok. <laughs> Over and over. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's uh, like, oh, I suppose I'll actually have to choose someone this time. <laughs> and he looks around, and he's got the spiders, and he, like, winces. He's like, oh. <laughs> he looks at, like, Quick Strike, and he's like, uh. <laughs> I guess it's me this month. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts up a picture of, like, the old him. Like, with the yeah. T-Rex head. <laughs> The T Rex head hand. <laughs> Guess it's me this month. <laughs> Before I had a makeover. Cheers. <laughs> Before I had a change. For the better. 
He holds years. up, he's holding two pictures in his hands. Hmm. It's almost a tie between two people. No one else can see what he's looking at, but it's a picture of um, season one him and season two him. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that being said, Inferno has been pretty fucking valuable of an asset. These last like, three, three-ish, four episodes, five yeah. episodes. Yeah, he might be stupid, and he might shoot first and ask questions later. But he is unflinching, unflinchingly loyal to the royalty <laughs> and his queen. Yeah, he, uh, he shoots first and then asks a question later that isn't even really relevant to anything that any action he had taken. No, probably something like, are you ready to burn? (laughs) (laughs) And people are just like, wait, what? (laughs) That was rhetorical. (laughs) 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 Uh, Sorry, where the hell were we? Anyways, back to um, coming of the fusors. Uh, (laughs) Part one. We're... We're with Rhinox and Rat Trap, and they're flat out just hanging out near a pod. So that's exciting, right? Yep. And Cheetor, Rhinox yeah, Cheetor... is all like, uh, "Go ahead." Yeah. Rhinox is all like, uh, "Well, this stays pod here ain't gonna do us any good because it's a blank." Yeah, and, and Cheetor is like, "But two dropped in Pred territory." Yep. And it's a dud because it's a protoform, but it I guess it never had a spark, or the spark died at some or disappeared, or they they don't really explain. They just say this protoform doesn't have a spark. Yeah. So presumably it never had one. It was like a backup proto Oh oh it is a right, it is a backup protoform. Right, right, right. Part two. Okay, got it. Yeah. Which kind of makes me wonder, like, what the point of that <laughs> protoform was then? Like, that's kind of wasting a stasis pod. Because it's For a this protoform specific without a spark. thing. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Why would it need the stasis pod to protect it? Use energy. Yeah, you're right. That is. Because you could just throw it in, like, a locker. Exactly. You yeah. Just store it on the ship. Yeah, it's just. A, it, it is literally a dead body. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Good point, but it's, Yeah. But yeah it's, that's a good point. It's uh it's serving a a a, a plot point here though, so uh-huh. <laughs> uh so uh Air Razor and Snow Kitty uh maximize and they go to scout the pred uh the the other two stasis pods that landed. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, they're going off into Predacon territory to try and uh, track down these other two stasis pods that have crashed. Yeah. And I'm like, I am kind of wondering though, because like, why are we focusing on these ones specifically when we saw at the we saw at the end of last season that it seemed like. 
a few every, more than literally, a few fell down. Literally every stasis pod crashed. Was it every planet. stasis pod? It looked like it, yeah. I thought it was just like the ones on this side of the planet in orbit. Because they were all in like a line, like yeah. a synchronous orbit. Right. Could so be, I presumed yeah. the wave didn't hit the ones on the other side of the planet, maybe? But you're maybe. right, more than three landed. Yes. <laughs> or sorry, <laughs> fell. Um presumably, I don't now that I'm seeing this next scene, there's a bunch of robot parts on the ground. Which means some might have crashed and like just obliterated. Obliterated. Obliterated themselves. Oh, I didn't. I'm just noticing that now. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even so notice that. So six thirty mark on Tubi. Um, there's a bunch of there's a hand twitching and there's sparks everywhere and there's parts of Transformers. So some died. Hmm. Ah, good point. That's why there's only these two, and they're not in good shape. They're trying to scan for creatures, but they're, like, all fucky. And, I mean, you know, surprise, surprise, they're always fucky. But this time, the scanners are damaged. And there's a replication error. Ooh! (laughs) (laughs) So what this this means is... We have a new toy gimmick. There's a new toy gimmick. Right (laughs) after the last episode, where there was also a new toy gimmick. (laughs) <laughs> these these transformers are two animals in one. Ho ho. So we meet them. Uh one is cool and one is stupid. <laughs> you can probably guess which one I think is cool. Uh you know, for a second I almost thought Scor- when he when uh Quickstrike peeks over, he peeks his head through like some branches. I almost thought it was Scorpionok, like um reborn re reborn like do you know what i mean like his spark went up into a proto form and like came back as a transmetal and i was like <gasps> oh, but then i was like wait and i heard his voice and i was like oh for fuck's sakes <laughs> for fuck's sakes this is just a like stupid redneck cowboy it's oh and i get it like you know, yeehaw like He's a he's a he's a rattlesnake. Sorry, a cobra. What tarnation! <laughs> what tarnation! <laughs> and he's so like, he's not even like, like like he's definitely a character who is playing on like Western stereotypes. This Western whole episode stereotype. A, well, yeah. yes, um, but like he's not even doing it in a cool way, like. Quickstrike no. is very much just a stereotypical, like quite literal, like tarnation. There's a snake in my boots, <laughs> like yeah. kind of cowboy. Like yeah, the the gold prospector slash like over eager gunslinger who dies in his first duel. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town, there, partner. <laughs> yeah, so like, for the for the listeners. <laughs> Quick strike is um his colors are cool. He's gold and like a like a metallic sky turquoise. blue. Turquoise, yeah. Yeah. And uh his tail, they're in their beast forms, and Quick Strike's tail is a cobra. And his body is a scorpion. Yep. Um an inferior scorpion, if you will. Um to the one from season one. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and it looks like they kind of at least partially reused the um, the the Scorpionok some beast mode what, model. Maybe. Yeah, like the the head and yeah. the body, but it obviously they they changed the tail and the pinchers and the the colors and whatnot. But and Silver Bolt. Uh, I don't think they really know their names at this point. Um, but he is a wolf. He's a griffin. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, he he is like claws like an eagle, like front claws like an eagle, and wings like an eagle. But he's a wolf, so he yeah. looks fucking cool. Quick Strike looks fucking dumb. Another thing I want to <laughs> po- point out: Quick Strike, <laughs> Quick Strike, and. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Quick strike in his beast mode is very shiny and metallic, but Silver Bolt in his beast form, at least his body, his wings kind of look metallic, but his body almost looks real, like like fur like, right. a, like, yeah. a, like a wolf, yeah. Yeah. Like he's not all shiny and metallic like like the transmetals are. So presumably he's not a transmetal at all. See, but I find in the face, like I'm looking they're at fused a, ores, right? They're their own thing. Yeah. Like uh, I'm looking at a um paused still of the episode right now, and like I don't think that Silverbolt in beast form, like I don't think his face even looks like a wolf, really. No, it's like a like a werewolf. Like, yeah. how do I describe it? Like, it, an yeah, it's hard to describe. human characteristic wolf. Right, yeah. Like yeah. a cartoon werewolf rather than a wolf's head. Yeah, he, yeah, he, his head does not look like a dog, in my opinion. N- no, like a, like a cartoon dog, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know how Frisket doesn't... Frisket looks more like a dog than this guy. Yes, Frisket uh, from Reboot. <laughs> Frisket from Reboot. And listeners, uh, want to hear us talk about Reboot, we have another podcast where we do this, but about Reboot, called Alphanumeric. So check that out wherever you're listening to this. Yeah, there, there's a good boy on that that show, too. <laughs> yeah. Especially the last... Uh, sorry, this this upcoming episode yep <laughs> but yeah um silver bolt silver bolt is a good boy and quick strike is a bad boy um, and uh inferno shows up and uh doing quick... what inferno does <laughs> and uh <laughs> <laughs> quick strike lunges quick strike lunges toward him and inferno catches him and is all like blah you will burn oh, yeah. or some shit. And then grabs him by the tail and starts like just whipping him so toward I the actually ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like you pick up the tail of a snake and just whip it around to <laughs> use its yep. momentum and weight to keep its head away from it and knock it out. Yeah. Have you ever done have you ever been around like big dangerous snakes? Uh I did live in Saskatchewan for a couple of years when I was a teenager, so I did Obviously, see a couple. I did see a, touch the snake. 
I did see a couple of snakes. But if you've never grabbed a snake by the tail, whipped it around, and then used its weight to bash it against the ground, uh, you've never truly lived, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, basically, (laughs) Inferno does something like that to him. But what he does before that, what Christopher said... um, when he lunged at Inferno, he's just super aggro. Like, and I'm like, we already like Quick Strike is. We already have an Inferno. Like, why do we need two like super aggressive Predacons? Right. Right. We don't. But yeah, like you said, Inferno way bigger than Quick Strike. By the way, he's he's a little guy. Um, grabs him laughing, and his Cobra tail is biting Inferno. And I don't know if it's having absolutely no no effect, or Inferno likes pain, because he says, ha 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 ha, you fool, pain is my friend. <laughs> and he grabs him by the tail, like you said, allow me to introduce you to it. And I'm like, I, I like that line. I just wanted to point that line out before we moved on. And... Uh, Silverbolt tries to intervene and is all like, hey, leave that guy alone. And yeah. Inferno is all like, oh, look, a hero. Ha ha ha. You fucking rotundo. <laughs> you will burn. Basically. And I'm like, why is he trying to save Quick Strike? Because Quick Strike just attacked him. Because but we find a- out that Silverbolt he- is a good boy. He is a noble wolf, damn it. Yes, god damn it. He's the paladin of the show. Yep. We only had one before. Now we have two. Well, sorry, I guess we only have one. Because Optimus Primal is gone. For now. For now. Cheers. <laughs> the camera zooms out, and <laughs> Megatron in his beast mode is just chilling, watching. <laughs> As he's he's eating popcorn, yeah. He's like, oh, such entertainment. Well, this is an interesting sight. Cheers. Just like in Beast Wars Part 2. He's chilling off in the... Uh, <laughs> he, he's chilling off on the side... Chilling out in the sidelines, just watching shit go down and being yeah. all like, he does something with his... cheers, <laughs> as he rubs his like little T-Rex paws together. <laughs> And he says something, some bullshit to his computer that's like, oh, before their processors or their identity circuits or something, like, finish stabilizing, rewrite their um, voice commands or something. Oh, right, right. So he remotely, yeah, I actually missed that the first time I watched it. Uh, He remotely... Yeah, overwrite um, their uh, activation codes. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. For his big, uh, his big move that he does here, he comes in while they're tangoing with Inferno, and he tail whacks um, Inferno away, and he says, "Goodbye, bad cop. Hello, good cop." And he does this motion <laughs> as if he's like adjusting uh. his suspenders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "I am Megatron." Also, I. Gonna, I'm just gonna say, like, I think it's kinda <laughs> fucking dumb that he's all like, well, 
Speak the Predacon activation code. Blah, blah, <laughs> terrorize. You see, you must be Predacons. Yes, otherwise that wouldn't have worked. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, really? That's your fucking plan, dude? Yeah, because he's like, that's a good point. Megatron's like, oh, noble Predacons, this was all a misunderstanding. Silverbolt's like, this is interesting. I kind of like this back and forth. He's like, a misunderstanding? I knew it. And uh, Quick Strike is like, what? You trust this tin horn toad? You trust this tin horn toad? But yeah, he's like, we're all Predacons. If your data tracks said blah, 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 the crash, you would know that. Try it. And they both say their names and they, they, uh, I don't know. The quick strike says some quick strike bullshit. It's like, you blow a pretty tune, stranger. But I don't right. believe you. I don't know why I went with that for <laughs> <laughs> And Silverbolt's all like, uh, Silverbolt's all like, uh, yes, I, I think I am called Silverbolt. Yes, oh, noble, right. strong, and pure. As he looks up at the moon, and Megatron is all like, uh, yes. <laughs> as he shakes his head. You're right. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> I, I loved that. <laughs> Just speak aloud the Predacon activation code. Yes, and then you will see. Terrorize. They all, and then they all terrorize. Yep. There, you see. And they seem kind of, Quick Strike seems freaked out by it. He actually screams. He's like, what in tarnation? <laughs> God. Just to play into a stereotype. And there you have it. New form, new weapons. New opportunity. And uh, Silverbolt's like, I don't like the taste of that. (laughs) Yep. We see them in uh, robot form for the first time. You know what? And uh, Silverbolt looks fucking cool in his robot form. uh, I actually had a toy, Silverbolt. Silverbolt is one in the show, is 100% accurate to the toy. Oh, he looks like that? Yeah, yeah. Because he looks... I think he looks cool. Uh, Silverbolt is actually, uh, based on what I've seen online anyway, like, Silverbolt is actually quite well regarded in the Transformers community as being one of the best Beast Wars figures. Really? And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Oh... I'm I'm getting some weird like ancient memories flooding back to me. I had a friend that had Silverbolt. Mm. Now that I'm looking at it, oh cool! I'm I'm positive I had a a friend with. Right. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, he he looks cool on the show. Yeah, and that's exactly what the toy looked like. <laughs> Even right I, down to the way he transforms and everything. Like, Oh, even that's the same? Yeah, yeah. He's 100% cool. show accurate. He's legit. And while, they're, while the new Predacons are in their um, robot form, uh, Quick Strike, like, Venom lasers <laughs> in, 
Inferno, who's on the ground rubbing his head. And then they have this weird moment that the music changes to, like, friendly, like, upbeat music. And he goes, oh, yes, we are big... Megatron's like, we are a big family now. Welcome, my new Predacons. And he, like, pulls them into a hug. Fucking group hug. <laughs> and I'm like... I kind of love that. I love that. <laughs> and they uh, even all look at the camera. I Maybe that should be the, <laughs> the thumbnail. <laughs> and uh, Silverbolt, like, arches his, like, eyebrow ridge. Like, eh? Like, he's still not buying it. Right. That that's a great. I'm gonna screenshot that and use that as my wallpaper. <laughs> Welcome, my new protocol. I love that. Cheers. They all look at the camera and there's like cheerful music. Jesus. <laughs> Any anyway. That, that that's the moment in ninety sitcoms where they all like smile where like Megatron smiles and like Silverbolt and Quickstrike will both like emote like really awkward facial expressions and then you'll see like executive producer like executive <laughs> produced by it will just like yeah. cut to credits right there <laughs> yeah and you know what's funny i was kind of amazed that it done didn't cut to credits i was like oh that was a quick episode and then it comes back to the axelon and i was like uh, it's like, oh, oh right. shit, we're only, only halfway through. Yeah, we're only halfway through now. Because uh, it feels like such a end of an episode. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, speaking um, of the Axelon, we're, we're back there now, and Rhinox is hooking himself up to a machine, and Rattrap's all like, man, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't be doing this, because, like, blah, blah's going on, and... You know, we've been through all this shit, and... Optimus uh, has been vaped, like, we need you. Yeah, exactly. The, the, so the, the TLDR is, of the... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Rhinox is all like, Well, no choice, I gotta, gotta get out there into cyberspace. Yeah, I think he mentions, maybe it's a bit later, maybe I'm wrong. Um, there's still a trans-warp, like, bubble... Um, due to the uh, the death laser having blown up, right, and so he wants to go and like with this device, um, astral travel. I yeah yeah, um, at like project his consciousness and go snoop around, um, in this um, yeah, trans warp like bubble that's been left after the explosion and in, in space. He's going straight up Doctor Strange, like astral plane <laughs> bullshit here. Yeah. He astral projecting. He he's projecting his consciousness to go investigate the. the it's it's pretty great. It's it's cool. It's yeah, interesting. It's cool. And um, <laughs> they don't. They won't take. He's not taking no for. Have you noticed that he's got like no patience? <laughs> Remember when he grabbed Dinobot, right by like the neck, and he's like. Yeah. Uh, what did he say last episode? Um, I'm not I'm, in the mood. I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> Understand? Dinobot's like, yeah. <laughs> so he's just kind of out like, of beer for two goddamn days. So I'm not in a great mood here. So sit down and shut up. 
I'm going into <laughs> cyberspace. Don't wake me until I'm back. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Rat Trap is like, hey, get your shiny butt in gear and go and fly and do some Cheetor bullshit. And so, and so we get like a, a wipe screen, which is the ma- maximal symbol flying off of Cheetor's head towards yeah. the viewer. And that's we, a cool transition. No, I dig it. it. It's a cool transition, and it kind of reminds me of the um, the the G one transitions. Yeah, I was thinking of that. You know, the whole like for the listeners, the whole like do 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 bit. Like anytime we would transition between like whatever the Autobots or Decepticons were up to, we would get yeah. this like screen where like uh, the logo would flip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's kind of reminiscent of that. It's also kind of weird and awkward because we've never seen anything like that in this show. And oh, on this show, no. From what I was I re- ask you, was that from, the first time? From what I recall, I don't think that happens again. Well, so oh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to keep an eye out. That's so weird. It's cool. Definitely. I like that, but it's weird that I was gonna yeah. ask you. Is this just the first time I've noticed, or is this the first time it's actually done that? No, I think this is 100% the first time that's actually happened in the show. And You think they don't do it again? No, I don't. Bizarre. I, I don't think so. Although, <laughs> I don't remember season three very so particularly we well, so we'll find out. Soon. Cheers. But yeah, uh, uh, Cheetor is... Now flying around like a fast cat. Yeah, he super cats away. And uh then my favorite scene of the entire season 1 and 2 comes up. Oh shit. Take it away then. Oh. <clears throat> um we meet Dinobot um in some like rocky like broken like mountainy area right and he has both the discs and as far as i know other than like waspinator black arachnia none of his side like knew he went on this like little this little mission mm-hmm. and we've joked about it before about dinobot being like the warrior poet who yeah. loves like ancient earth um poetry but like <laughs> this is this is just further proof. Uh, right. And it starts, it literally He, he appreciates yeah. Shakespeare in the original Klingon. <laughs> and um right off the bat Rest in peace, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> yeah. Uh right off the bat, um rest in peace. <laughs> uh right off the bat. Uh, he immediately says, maybe I'm wrong, uh, to be or not to be. Yep. And he like, there's, there's lightning, it's still nighttime, and he's like, that is the question. And I'm like, man, he loves Hamlet, huh? I mean, I haven't read a ton of Shakespeare, but, uh, when I was a teenager, like, Hamlet was like Shakespeare that I was fucking all about like i loved hamlet when i was when i was a teen 
So yeah, I, I never got to be, and uh, I did a lot of plays when I was in high school, and never did any, any, never got in any uh, Hamlet characters. Mm. And then I never acted again. <laughs> well, I wrote a bunch of shit that people. Oh, excuse me. That other people acted out, but I never oh. got to act myself. Oh, well. Which is unfortunate, but did you? Is that something that you wanted to do? Uh, not at the time. Now, I'm like, yeah, I could. I I would totally love to do that. Like, I would really enjoy that. Like, being in a play and acting and whatnot. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, like being a teenager, and then there's the transition of like, oh, I'm free of high school and home. I'm an adult now. When you're like, you know, when you leave home, I don't know, <laughs> 16 to 22, whatever, right? And you're uh, like, I know everything there is to know. I'm in first year university. Bow down to me, world, for I am the smartest echelon of human. And I, that doesn't. <laughs> I have taken one psychology class at <laughs> Malaspina University College. Yes, I am now an expert on your mental health everyone's and i can give everyone unsolicited advice you're welcome <laughs> and then something happens <laughs> something happens yeah. around 26 through to 28 where you start going man like was i really that cringy and then by like yeah. 29 30 31 you're like yes yes i was i Holy shit! I was wow. I I I was terrible. I I really don't like twenty yeah. year old me. Holy jeez, that that is yeah. embarrassing. How do I delete these memories? But yeah, that that big transition of like the the early thirties where you just have less fucks to give and you're just you yeah. refigure life out. You think you have it figured out at twenty, and then around like thirty, you're like, oh god can't believe i said or did like any of those things and then when you're me and hit your mid-30s you start coming to the existential realization that no matter how you feel about it you are going to die someday and that uh <laughs> fills you with bone chilling dread where you're like oh god there is going to be a moment in my life where i am grasping my last breath and oh shit everything that i am and ever was will just cease to exist uh, 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 uh. <laughs> speaking of all that ever was and all ever will be <laughs> yeah dinobot has some golden discs <laughs> yeah. Christopher's having a deep moment, and I'm like, so Dinobot's holding these discs. <laughs> no, I've uh I I've legitimately been dealing with some like existential dread over the past couple of years. Uh for the past like, year or two, like over uh the inevitability of mortality. And I'm like, uh wow. Uh never hit me before. Uh, you're not there yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you know when that when that hits. You're you're a couple years younger than I am, 
correct here, like what, like 33, 34 now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just wait till you hit 35. Okay, is that the... <laughs> it's when it hit me. Point? That's what hit me, so... Like, there. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. I, 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 I don't know, I don't know. Well, here, here's the thing, Christopher. You go out on your own terms. You you go to Odin's Mead Hall or wherever, wherever it is you you want to go, <laughs> and that means at the ripe old age of sixty, seventy, eighty, you may need to pick up a sword and shield and go, <laughs> and go uh, fight the good fight. There we go. Like God's willing, I will be like an eighty-year-old man and just know <laughs> that my time that. Uh, Odin is calling for me, so I'm like, well, all right, uh, time to go do some shit. Pick up a sword and shield. Grab my, uh, drape my, uh, hang, hang my drinking horn over me. There you go. Why not? You've seen the show. Well, we've we've segued a lot, but you've seen Vikings. Do you remember when they first oh, yeah, go yeah. to Northumbria, and they bring that old Viking? He's like ancient, like super old, like like forty two or something. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, back then. <laughs> <laughs> like super like, ancient, like forty-two. <laughs> which in tenth-century Europe might as well be like a hundred. <laughs> uh, he begs Ragnar to go on this trip, and he says he, over the years, like one by one, he has kicked ass and taken names, and all of his like friends have died, and he knows yep. they're waiting for him. And at first they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, old man, go and like make some blankets, blah, 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 herd some goats or whatever. And he's like, no, like, like, you, do you, do you want to challenge me? Like, I'm, I'm, I can take like most people here. And he's like, oh, okay, old timer. And I don't even actually think he's that old, like what, maybe 50. And yeah. Uh, but like I said, that's like 90 in, <laughs> in uh, 10th century Europe. And uh, he goes with them and holy shit, that old guy, he's just too good. <laughs> too good to die. Yeah. You'd think he'd be like, oh no, my arm slipped and like let an arrow or a sword <laughs> get through his uh, his shield side once in a right. while. But, but no, he part of it is not going freely. And, yeah, uh, he he certainly does not, and I always remember that that character. And I'm like, man, you know what? Maybe that that's you, Christopher. <laughs> Maybe that's... at the ancient age of 42, you pick up <laughs> you pick up a sword and shield and go. Well, time to go raiding. Uh, well, probably not at 42 because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say I don't want to die <laughs> at all ever. I know it it's going to happen, but I would like to push that uh that shit back as far as I can, you know? Yeah. Um sidebar, maybe this is better for reboot. Actually no, it's good for Transformers. If you could 
imprint your consciousness or a copy of like digitize like christopher.exe mm-hmm. and like save all your memories and your personality as basically in virtual space right and to anybody interacting with them hell like even yourself it would be weird it, it's essentially you but to yeah. for that to be activated on you know black mirror shit right um or like the movie the uh the sixth day starring uh arnold schwarzenegger that came out back in like 2001 isn't that where, really like, bad <laughs> oh with clones yeah yeah with clones. They, you could tell what issue they are because like on their eyelid they've got like a little marker right yeah yeah and wow. they would like yeah yeah and they would like um i think they called them sin cordings sin cordings they'd sync their memories up with their clones yeah so they were they had the most recent memories of when they were alive yeah, yeah, they would they would basically create like a backup of their brain regularly, and if they got killed or whatever, uh, that sync cording would be uploaded into a clone of them. So essentially, like they were kind of immortal, but also not really. Um, kind of, but it it removed their fear of death. Right? Yeah, but if you think about it, that's a different animal, like the, a different animal with the same memories. But that that exist. Speaking of existential like dread, um, that's why I don't like Star Trek, um, teleportation. Transporters, yeah. Transporters. Technically, it's disintegrating you, breaking you yeah. down on a molecular level. Um, yep. transcript like memorizing it and then reassembling molecules that match it perfectly or they try to um, somewhere else so they're essentially vaporizing you and making a copy of you somewhere else right I, I don't like that <laughs> uh, I, I don't I, like that uh, I will say on the like on the the topic of you know like a a digital copy of me basically yeah um that digital copy would think that it's me and would feel like it's me and would be like hell yeah i'm moving on sweet but me over here who is like dying would be In like your flesh that would flesh be time. like that ain't me, man. I'm dying. I don't want to die. I see. That's how, that's how I feel. I'm like that guy would wake up and he'd go, "Oh, sweet," but <laughs> like that. That's why I, I I'm not down for that. I, I would transfer <laughs> but, my consciousness. I'm like, but, if I can't yeah. enjoy life, neither can that asshole. <laughs> yeah, because it's like ultimately, like that. That's still not me. Like it's no. it will be me in personality and it will it's not a matter of soul it's, it's it, not that i think i i have a soul and that ooh, this program and this perfect copy of me doesn't have a soul i don't necessarily believe in like such things like that it's yeah. just flesh and blood yeah yeah like, it's just copy it, yeah it's just literally the fact that like i will still die 
like take my brain out of my head and put it in a robot. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm cool. cool. Like as long as I <laughs> in my in my present conscious form can still go on, I'm like, cool. But yeah, like yeah. And tr- yes, I, I actually think the same thing. So it's just like, oh, will you upload yourself like a Black Mirror, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck that. Digital me doesn't deserve to like live forever. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck. Um, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and speaking of digital versions <laughs> of ourselves, uh, Black Arachnia has a um, uh, has fucking Jordy LaForge's visor on her face that's glowing green, and it's like hooked up to oh, a, right. Yeah, it's like hooked up to a computer, and um, uh, Tarantulas's voice is all like, "Yes, yes, it's working. Creepy I live." And we see his transmetal body on a spider's web as on like crawling. Light, uh yeah, the the his like creepy ass legs like slowly one by one like uncurl and he's like stretching his arms out he and he's like abs. <laughs> yeah, and he's all like, I live in a very like Frankenstein like kind of way yeah. and I'm all like, fuck, I hate tarantulas. Right? <laughs> and, like, fucking net-running Black Arachnia is, like, twitching as I as whatever machine this was transferred the consciousness from her body into right. Transmetal Tarantulas's body. So, he's alive! Alive! Weird science. <laughs> This is like the fifth time we've brought up Weird Science. <laughs> right? It's a good movie, okay? Listeners? Yeah, God damn it. <laughs> but um, we cut back to the Transmetals, and Silverbolt is helping Inferno off the, the ground. Yeah. And Megatron's like, yes, teamwork and cooperation. Those are the Predacon watchwords. And I'm like, no, they're fucking not. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> but he's he's bullshitting for Silverbolt, right? Right, yeah. And um, Quickstrike pipes up, and he's like, how about backstabbing and treachery? And can you imagine what's going on inside Megatron's head hearing that? And he's like, oh, for fuck's sakes, another pterosaur. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? The f- first thing that Quickstrike says is how about backstabbing and treachery? Actually, I was thinking more about loyalty and unwavering bravery. Loyalty and unrelenting camaraderie. Cheers. <laughs> After all, we're a family. Be, be good to your fellow Predacon. <laughs> As he be good to you. Cheers. Except that's not how the fucking Predacons are. So, <laughs> and so Cheetor's flying by in the distance, and uh, Megatron's like, "Now, Silverbolt, pursue and destroy." And he's like, "But, but he hasn't attacked us." 
And he's like, never question my orders, bitch. And he, like, sh- literally shoots Silverbolt. Yeah. And yeah, Silver he shoots Bolt's him with, okay, like, uh, with, like, uh, guns. Yeah. Shoulder guns that are clearly his T Rex hands. His beast oh. T Rex okay, hands. See, yeah. That was obvious to you. I was like, what are, what are those? Oh. There's T Rex fingers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have and to then, say, someone else's shoulder weapons are a little cooler later on. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. But uh, Megatron is all like, flight mode! And then he transforms. Inferno, give Quickstrike a piggyback and follow me! <laughs> yeah, he transforms to, to T-Rex mode and then, like, air roller skates away. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And, and so uh, they take to the skies. They take Robots to the skies. Robots in the skies. <laughs> robots in these skies. <laughs> um, yeah, they're not robots in disguise anymore. And we get a very Cheetor moment, but now it's in the air. He's like, let's see if those cool, those lame cats can follow this pussy cat. And he dives into a, this is such a trope. You, more than anyone else I know, would probably know this. The canyon scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, let's see if they can follow me in here. And I'm like, why wouldn't they just follow you from above the canyon? Yeah, they don't. They There is literally no reason for them to follow you into the Into trench. the canyon? Into the like, trench? When they could fly over it and still have eyes on you. Yep. See, that, that, there's this yep. trope. Anyone, who am I kidding? It's not like the people listening are like 16. But hey, if, if you are, thanks for fucking listening to a podcast about a 25-year-old uh, cartoon. About a show older than you are. <laughs> but there's this trope where, fuck, Independence Day, um, every every single time there's like a a jet or an alien ship or like whatever it's in everything to be fair i i did get uh someone on twitter did reach out to me who is literally as old as this show like his bio was like oh i'm born in 1996 i was born in 1996 and i'm like wow dude what yeah and you're just now getting into beast wars i mean cool rad welcome to the yeah welcome to the party (laughs) And he listens to the show, so, you know, shout out to you, man. Yeah, thanks for listening. And also watching a show from before you were born. It, so, it, he's 25-ish, yeah. presumably. Um, tell me that this doesn't look better, like, visually speaking, I don't know about writing, than animation from the last decade or two. I would argue that, that I understand it's more expensive, and, and stuff, but like, man, I, every time, like, oh, hell, uh, here's an example, and uh, I'm stuttering here, but here's an example. <clears throat> you have a, fa- a young, very young family member who is super right. into Transformers and yep. has watched Beast Wars, 1996 and 7 Beast Wars recently, yep. correct? Yep. And he thinks it's rad. 
yeah, I I have never been a prouder uncle. Uh, for the <laughs> listeners, it was yeah, I was my little nephew who was about I think he's about four or five years old at this point. Um, but uh, yes, uh, my 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 sister had said to me on Instagram like, "Oh hey, uh, uh, blah blah," like. Uh, like your nephew really loves Transformers. And I was like, oh, you best get that boy watching Beast Wars. Lol. And she's like, oh, well, uh, where can he watch it? And I'm like, oh, it's free on 2B.TV. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then like a day later, she's like, oh, I'm getting, I I'm getting him to watch Beast Wars. And I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. And then uh, a couple days later, she was like, yeah, so he's watched like half of the first season of Beast Wars now, and he's running around the house yelling "Dinobot Maximize" all the time. Uh, and I'm like, he's I'm like that, that young, like five. I'm like, yeah, yeah, around there, yeah. I'm like that. That's amazing. I've I've never been prouder <laughs> of anyone in my life. <laughs> and it, that's the thing. It it holds up. If something's good, it it holds up. Does it? Is the CG like, um. Is the CG like dated um, Avengers yeah. like levels of no, no but the thing is because the whole thing is CG. It looks like a consistent world. It, it fits yes. in, in its own world. And what I would, what I would say about um, beast wars and just like reboot and shadow Raiders and a lot of the, like all of these like early mainframe shows is they, Versus like a lot of CGI cartoons nowadays is like. I, I I don't know, like I find a lot of shows nowadays. Are trying to look like cartoons, if that makes any sense. Oh, I. Whereas like I. I, I feel like these shows weren't like they were they were going for something that was kind of realistic, like the, the best to approximation. Look like metal. Yeah. And to look like wood and yeah. Yeah. They were going for realism as best as they could. Whereas like, I find most CGI cartoons nowadays are like going for this, like really like hyper stylized, like cartoon look like you would never, you would never, see something in I don't know I can't even think of an example but like you would never see something in like a modern like even like a Pixar movie nowadays and be like oh that looks like something out of real life I see what you mean it, it, it Pixar don't get me wrong they look good right? oh like you said they're stylized yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but th it looks like a Pixar movie you know, like yeah. Toy Story looks like Toy Story, that kind of thing. This, is it as good? No, but it looks like Beast Wars, <laughs> right? Like it, it's it in its own style. Yeah, it, yeah, I guess my point is that like modern CGI is like a lot of the time is kind of otherworldly in its style oh, right. because okay. like what it's I, I follow you yeah. because like it's going for this like kind of like cartoony 
style, whereas like something like this, I would argue, is it's going for a sense it, of realism. Yeah, it's going for like this and reboot and Shadow Raiders. Like it's going for a more realistic look, even though it's fiction in its own sense and it's transformed. Yeah, it's making it look. Yeah, they're they're realistic. trying they're trying to make it look like the real world, essentially. And Unlike, you can see you can see that in reboot because they're more humanoid. The yeah. characters on that. Oh, and yeah, Sh- yeah. Shadow Raiders, uh, War Planets. For anyone listening that watched it in the, in the United States, mm-hmm. they're humanoid in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I get you. It's it's so cool that somebody that young is enjoying this. And you know what? With the the comics that are coming out, um, uh, I don't know if it's age appropriate, but like that Netflix, like like a siege. Oh, War for Cybertron. Yeah, the War for Cybertron. Yeah, those are rated um, TV fourteen. Yeah, so. Eh, maybe maybe he's too young for that. And the plot, the plot's pretty like heavy and stuff. So I'd wait another like five years or seven years or whatever before he gets like into that. But like, there's so much material, <laughs> there's so much for him to enjoy that's right. not dated. We we were talking about how G1 is, <laughs> yeah. But there there's yeah. a lot coming. So there's like the 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 second coming of Beast Wars. <laughs> yeah. We're in the rena, yeah, the the renaissance of the beast, beast Wars. The Beast Wars Renaissance, yeah, like a fine wine. Quite um, coincidental that we we decided to launch a Beast Wars podcast last year, just before like Beast Wars hype would suddenly like pick up again. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned it a couple times on the show already, but like we didn't know the community was so big. We didn't no, know. Not the, at all. I didn't know there was like Netflix, new Netflix animation coming. Yeah, right? and like additional like story, new Beast Wars toys, new Beast and... Wars toys. You didn't know either. Yeah, no, like new Beast Wars comic. Like we we were already like a couple of months into the podcast when we started discovering this, and it's like, oh, what? Oh, cool. Really? Bad. <laughs> All right. Sweet. <laughs> I guess we launched this show at the at the right time. <laughs> yeah, we thought we were just touching on like something old and dear to our hearts that was going to be for a very few select few people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it it is. We it we, is, we yeah. enjoy you six people listening. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's nice to see that there's Beast Wars is alive and strong. Mm-hmm. But to uh, to wrap to 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 get through this because we got uh, we got some points to hit on here. We, yeah, and we, we segued we, a lot. <laughs> yeah, we we still got a got a lot of episode left. So. Yeah. So to get back to it, the next scene is Rat Trap, uh, and he's about to try to wake up Rhinox, and right. uh, the computer's voice says, "Unit Rhinox's core consciousness." is extended beyond measurable limits. So if you disturb him, it may result in permanent loss of spark. Mm-hmm. So he's astral traveling so far that like, hey, you you have to let him do his own thing. 
Because if yeah. you stop the machine that he's connected, because his like hands are using joysticks and he's in some sort of contraption covering his torso, you he might just die. Yeah. And then uh, Dinobot comes in. On this the, is uh, hilarious. On the uh, <laughs> on the uh, the like elevator platform thingy, and, and he's, he's holding Go ahead. holding one of the golden discs, and like. Uh, How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> yeah, he like awkwardly puts it behind his back, <laughs> and Rat Trap is all like, Chopper face, you're back. <clears throat> I mean, uh, where have you been, motherfucker? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he disguises that he's happy to see him. He's like, What have you been doing? Saving the world or something? Yeah. And Dinobot's, Dinobot's like, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, possibly, yes. And uh, he breaks down like a uh, a thing. Brings down a thing from the ceiling that has like a bunch of guns and shit on yeah, it's it. It's like a weapon rack that's like comes down from the ceiling. It kind of reminds me of the weapon rack from uh, Fifth Element. Yeah. And I'm like, we've never seen this before. No. And there's just a bunch of guns on it. Like shotguns, this... sniper rifles, everything. I can... I can think of like a half dozen episodes where this would have been really useful. Right? Do you do you remember <laughs> that one episode where they pulled something out of the wall in the bridge area, this area here? And there were like four shields. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, "What what what?" <laughs> since when is that these? a thing? <laughs> and then we haven't seen it since. Right. This uh, the, this... I'm sure we'll see this weapon rack for coming from the ceiling uh, many more times. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yes. Any any time the Axelon is in trouble, like <laughs> the the Maximals will just be like, "Yes, we have this weapon rack with uh, like this unending arsenal at our disposal." Like that's uh, yeah. <laughs> Did I see RoboCop's gun? Hold up. I don't No, think never so? mind. No, no. I just got hopeful. No, they're just a bunch of uh rad looking um sci-fi transformer guns. It with looks vaguely reminiscent of Robocop's gun. So we'll yeah, go with little. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. I, I listeners, I fucking love Robocop. <laughs> That's um, why I brought it up. Yeah. So uh I'll 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 go with that. Sure. It is, it is it is legit like in my top ten favorite movies of all time. So we'll go with that. It's a Robocop gun. Presumably Dinobot is hiding the disc in his gun rack. Or because he buried one disc when he had uh we didn't have the time, people, because we went on this huge existential dread <laughs> um segue. But my favorite scene is when he starts reciting shake dinobot starts reciting shakespeare he starts right, talking yeah. about is it possible to change fate is it possible to or is it locked but if it's not locked do these discs just depict one possible future and if that future can be changed with the information on them does that does that make the we the wielder of them all powerful mm -hmm. and fate bending like he it's a really great scene and we we didn't get into it um, but he he buried one of the discs. 
And presumably he's hiding the other one on this gun rack. Mm -hmm. Because when the gun rack slides back up, this is a really cool scene. When the gun rack slides back up, Dinobot is like packing. He's got like ammo belts across his chest. He has a gun bigger than him. He's got guns hanging off of him. And he like tosses a gun to, to Rat Trap. Yeah. And he's all and, like, basically like, lock and load, motherfucker. Exactly. And uh, leading up to this, Rat Trap's talking to him from behind this like this wall of guns. And he's like, hey, if there's any disturbance going on, or if Sentinel goes offline, so the, the ship takes damage, presumably, um, Rhinox doesn't wake up. So we're in trouble. And so, yeah, he tosses Rat Trap a gat, and he's like, then we have to take the fight to the enemy. Buckle up, Buttercup. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they drop down the elevator platform, and Rat Trap transforms into beast mode and goes into roadie mode. <laughs> and wheelie, wheelie mode. Yeah, he's all like, maximum rubberbine. And Rubber Boyne, wicked cool, and uh, uh, zips away. And he, while he's racing down the um, kind of canyon area, uh, he sees Megatron pursuing Cheetor, and mm -hmm. jumps, transforms midair, and like takes a few shots and hits Megatron and damages him enough to knock him on the ground. And then Megatron says, Predacons, converge on my position. Shit is going down. Cheers. <laughs> and then we get a more disgusting, terrifying short scene with Tarantulas, right. where he starts walking towards... I don't like it. Leave her alone, you creepy fucker. Starts walking yeah. towards... Yeah. He starts... I, I... I don't like how predatory Tarantulas <laughs> is toward Black Arachnia. Like, yeah, he starts walking towards her and he's going, ah, blah, 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 widow. And she's like, so you're a big, bad transmetal now, huh? And she's kind of like backing away from him. And he's way I, bigger than her now. I do admire her confidence in this scene. Yes, because she pulls the gun. And she says, well, still hose your head with high-powered ammo if you take another step. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, fucking shoot him. Fuck this guy. And then, as if things couldn't get fucking worse for her, Tarantulas goes, I think not. And he's still in control of her. Yeah. So ba the TLDR is, he left a psychic link between her and him, so he can control her to some extent. And he so, points her gun at his head. Uh, she, sorry, he makes her point her gun at her head. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, ugh. Gross. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is gross. I don't like it. Like, I, I didn't think anything of it as a kid, but, like, watching the show as an adult, like, I don't 
Like I said, like I, I, I don't like how predatory. Our hatred for tarantulas grows with every episode. Yeah, I, I don't like how he treats her. And I mean, I, I think he's the most villainous being on the show by far. A hundred percent. Like Megatron is like, oh yes, time for a, time for an old western showdown. My favorite. But then, meanwhile, this guy's like cackling as he's like making <laughs> Black Arachnia like almost like shoot herself in the head, and he's like, "Your body's under my control." Yeah, yeah, I get fucking <laughs> rapey vibes from Tarantulas. Like, oh, that's not ugh. a mistake. Like ugh. he's he's despicably gross. Yeah, like I mean, he made her to like. To be his like weird science companion, right? I mean, like that—that that was the whole point of of her, right? Like some loyal like spider lady. He made his uh, it's like build a bear, build a waifu. Yeah, basically, he made a <laughs> like hot spider. He tried to make a hot spider girlfriend, but surprise, she's like, no, fuck you, you're a creepy bastard. And he's like, or am I? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. But then He's a few like, episodes later, it's like, oh, actually, he has a thing I need, so I'm going to try and hold in my vomit while I pretend to flirt <laughs> oh, with him. <laughs> when she was trying to get to the bottom of his plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and luckily, before creepy stuff happens, um, the screen behind... Black Arachnia lights up with Megatron's face. Yeah. And she falls on the ground. Yeah, and Megatron is all like, Oh, excellent. You're back online, I see. Yes. And you're a shiny transmetal as well. Get your ass to Mars. I mean, at my location. And Waspinator comes out Waspinator <laughs> comes out of the, the hot tub Healy tank. Yeah, is all like, him. I thought this was his lab, by the way. <laughs> what is the, all like Isn't it? Waspinator here too. <laughs> so presumably he clawed his way across the ship into this Healy tank. Yeah. Dropped himself in, and he's just coming out of it now. Yeah. And uh he's about to drop a huge bomb which I think is very important to tell Megatron. He goes over to the the window and he's like Lizardbot invade base but Waspinator. And Megatron's like silence, no time for your idiotic rambling. Converge on my coordinates both of you. It's time to finish the Maximals and end the Beast Wars once and for all. And it's like <laughs> Dude, like I, I, I know Waspinator is kind of rotundo, but like he he actually had useful info to to share. Pretty pretty <laughs> useful info. Dinobot stealing the discs. That might have yeah. changed their entire plan. They might have sent some one off to go find them while they had them vastly outnumbered in this next scene. Yeah. And uh some western music starts playing. Yeah, and... speaking speaking of this next scene, so we're 
Uh, we're off in Megatron the wilderness. Has a timepiece? Instead of pulling out like a pocket watch, it's like a transformer version of a pocket watch with. Uh, what am I? You know what I'm talking about? The scene where he like pulls out a transformer pocket watch with like yeah. a 3D like holographic like rendering of the sun, Earth, right, and uh, yeah, it Venus looks like, and Mercury. It looks like kind of a weird like technological version of a sundial. It oh I I see haha. <laughs> Supposed to be a pocket watch, like you know, the the trope of like people like checking their uh, pocket watch in a western before high noon. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and uh, boy, oh boy, um, are the Predacons showing up in in numbers here? Yeah. So for anyone following along, it's just uh, <laughs> fucking Cheetor is using a rock like a flint to like sharpen his t- tail whip. Oh yeah. I'm noticing they're using like depth of field. And I'm like, I'm watching that and I'm like, dude, you've been a transmetal for like a week now. Like really? Have you like that shit isn't dull yet. Okay. You don't need like, do you really need to be sharpening that? Maybe he was practicing against rocks. Oh, I'm sure he'll get to use his tail a lot soon. And I'm not sure. just that one time on Waspinator. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a useless weapon. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Western music plays. We get close up shots of them. Dinobot pumps his. I, he pumps it like a shotgun, but it looks like a sniper rifle. Right. It's, a, it's Transformers. You, you can pump a rifle in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it cuts to Rhinox in the ship. His hands are trembling as he's like holding onto his like joystick. But this time, we see purple vortex of energy coming out of his chest into mm-hmm. the sky. Yeah. Huh. And yeah, hooray, yeah. hooray! More Predacons show up. Bow, bow, bow. Bow. I like how advanced his um his sundial (laughs) is, but I'm like, you guys have holographic like displays. (laughs) I'm just old fashioned. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he 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 appreciates the 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 older technology, you know. Yeah, and he. and it's, uh it's time yeah. to rumble mexican standoff here oh but yeah literally <laughs> well i mean not literally i mean literally in the trope sense yeah yeah not the they are in mexico <laughs> and having a standoff <laughs> there's a lot of tropes in this episode it even yep. ends with a western trope they all like kind of quick draw at each other both sides uh, how nice of the predacons to stand in line and it's slow motion um, turns to like sepia, like almost like black and white, as yep. the Maximals like take a step towards the screen and pull out their guns. Dinobot has this like giant, like fucking like gat. I, yep. I really like that. I know it's corny, 
eat the screen burns away like like paper being burned mm-hmm. and the 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 swipe screen says to be continued um Candice, actually, uh, for the listeners, uh, Candice Santora from the Stasis Log podcast, who was a special guest on our show a couple weeks ago. Um, she, on her Instagram, actually did a really awesome drawing of that shot, specifically. Oh, right. Now yeah. I know what that's from. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks cool. And now I know what she did rad yeah and end of part one well i mean the wet the the mexican standoff as cool as it is going through it in detail over a podcast verbally it's it's gonna be easy it's like they shoot at each other it looks really cool we can't verbally really go over it any more than than the episode so yeah they they want they hide they exchange shots it's slow motion well not really slow motion more really choppy low frame rate moments in this episode yeah that look terrible you've noticed there's like what two or three in the episode they're so bad speaking of which the episode starts with one the maximals (laughs) lose the gun the gunfight and go flying through the air as explosions explode behind them. And yeah, what... and we drop down to like 15 frames per second, but 10 or 15 frames yeah, per they're, second. They're trying to show us that it's slow motion, but it's it's not slow motion, it's just the frames slow, yeah, <laughs> slowed down, so it looks really choppy and bad. Yeah, especially like watching it now. Like I didn't think much of it as a kid back in 1997, it, it but like, <laughs> but like watching it now, I'm like, oh, they especially just. Especially since the rest of the show is so smooth. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, agreed. oh, they they just turned it down to like 10 frames per second, and I'm like, this yeah. looks really awkward. It, it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that happens, and like. Yeah, Cheetor is like, I'll just fly off to distract them. And Dinobot's like, oh, a flanking maneuver. Genius. And Rat Trap's like, one teensy little problem. And he throws a rock up in the air. And since there's like, I don't know how many, six, seven goddamn Predacons. Yeah. It gets shot to, to hell. And it's basically shot so many times that a little pebble falls. And the most Looney Tunes shit ever on the show happens. They all gather... <laughs> around the rock really ever really Uh, you saw the low road damn it (laughs) there were some looney tunes moments in that that was i don't know their eyes tunes episode their eyes literally shoot out of their head in this part (laughs) yeah yeah they go and they look Uh? at each other (laughs) Uh? oh Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, people anyway. listening that didn't like that are younger than us that aren't familiar with what we're sound we're doing are like, are these guys fully functional? <laughs> right. To which we answer the no. answer is no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So Silverbolt says some Silverbolt bullshit. He's like, we outnumber them or two to one. Megatron, surely we should ask them to surrender. And he's like, shut up. 
None, sir. <laughs> he I, I like this exchange. Uh, Silverbolt is all like, wait, we outnumber them two to one. And Megatron is like, yes. We, uh, we have twice their firepower. Yes. Well, we, we, we should sh- give them a chance to surrender. Um, no. And Megatron, like, fucking dick slaps Silverbolt away. With his large, thick, prehensile arm. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> his fucking, like, transmetal T-Rex, like, tail laser thing, like, when it flops around like that, like, it just looks like a fucking dick to me. <laughs> Well, I don't think it looks like a wiener, but I don't like the way it looks. <laughs> Listeners, it looks like a dick to Christopher Siege. I'm I'm stating this right now, definitively. When his like fucking T-Rex tail thingy like coils around, it just yeah, it just looks like a dick. Basically, what he's trying to say is his dick is prehensile and ends <laughs> with a claspy point. Uh, yep. That, that's what my dick looks like. So, yes. ladies. <laughs> uh, and gentlemen. And gentlemen. <laughs> and other robots out there, aliens. Um, Come get some. Sure. Clones of himself. Jeez, <laughs> uh, where were oh, we? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a um, whole other topic right there. Is uh, it really having sex with someone else if it's your clone? Isn't that advanced masturbation? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've always said, like, if I had clones of myself, like, we would just be fucking, like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I haven't thought about it to that extent it, more than honestly, one like, multiplicity shit honestly like it didn't even take much thought for me to come to that conclusion I'm just like oh yeah like be in like five like duplicates of myself yeah just like a big ol' orgy so you've watched the film multiplicity I see no actually I haven't what? I know it's one of those movies that I keep meaning to watch because I'm like I really should because I I feel like I really should see it. It's it's one of those movies where like Junior and Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail they're class like they're classics but like they're not going to change your life so they sit on your to watch list for like decades. So I know how you feel. You I've, know never I mean? seen, it's, it's... I've never Go seen ahead. Junior. I've seen Sleepless in Seattle many times. Twins. I've seen, seen twins. Uh, I, I've seen twins, yeah. Ah. Um, I've seen You've Got Mail. Uh, While You Were Sleeping is another good oh, rom com yeah. from that from that era. Uh, what are other like kind of oh jeez. Just all, all those jazz. Those aren't. Uh, they aren't like. Uh, I was gonna add when um, Harry met Sally. 
from the eighties, but yeah, yeah, I it's yeah. definitely part of that pantheon. But I kind of put it a step above those other ones, not because it's necessarily better. Like I said, it's not going to change your life or anything, but I feel like it uh, didn't do anything new either. Maybe, maybe I'm just biased. Maybe I, I just like that movie more. When Harry met Sally. No, yeah. I feel like that was the kind One of, of the stepping stones of that genre. It was the prototypical rom-com that yeah. a lot of rom-coms in the nineties tried to emulate. Yeah, but what I what I'm exactly what I'm trying to get at is that like all of these movies are classics, but like not life changing. Mm. Yeah. Whereas like I had a friend, they're like, Oh, I finally watched like Mrs. Doubtfire, and I'm like, and and they're like, I mean, they were like, It's 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 good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like uh, nostalgia plays a huge factor. So I, I don't blame you for not watching Multiplicity or any of those, because if you go back and watch those for the first time, they're mm-hmm. they're they're okay. <laughs> like family friendly like movies are they're kinda like that, right? Like they're 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 fine. <laughs> they're good. They're not gonna change uh, your life. I have introduced many a partner over the years to Transformers the movie, which listeners, we did a commentary track for that is available on this podcast feed. Too much commentary. Um, but and but yeah, so I, I have introduced many partners in the past to that film. And, and they've all them, loved it. None of them have liked it. Oh. Hey, um, you liked the Transformers animated movie from the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. My my partner loved it. She was like, "What Sweet. the fuck? This is great." She's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She is a keeper. <laughs> like she was uh, like, "Holy shit! This is this is great." What is is all is? Why can't all Transformers be this good? Right. Yeah, I'm just that, gonna that, say. All of those exes, I introduce all those exes to Transformers the movie. Relationship, they didn't like it. Relationship didn't work out. So maybe. Just saying. Oh, one just of saying, your. Maybe one is linked to the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying correlation equals causation, but. <laughs> Um, one of your exactly. like, one of your like second date questions should be like, oh, I'm I'm kind of interested in this person, right? Should be like, how do you feel about the Transformers movie from the '80s? Yeah, and they're and like, they're they're like, what? That's they're fine. like, wait, wait, the movie with like Shia LaBeouf and uh, <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> not that one. Damn it. But the, the but, real Transformers movie, the real test before you get too involved needs to be see if they like it. And if they don't avoid heartache, my friend, and move on <laughs> <laughs> that, that needs to be your, your biggest red flag. Yeah. Not they need uh, to like it, not think it's okay, especially not hate it. But if they, if they go, Hey, that was pretty good. You, 
You hold yeah. on to them, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. For the listeners, uh, all jokes aside, I might actually uh, uh, take this, take uh, Cal's advice to heart here. I, yeah, I'm serious, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? what is there to not like about it? Do you know one thing that, that my partner and I were surprised by? Hmm. To us, we were like, wait, that movie's only, what was it, like 118 minutes? uh i'll I'll google it after this like it it's not it, even not not even right like 98 minutes it's it's not very very long it's not like a two hour plus thing but it feels three hours long not in a bad way right yeah yeah like there's so much going there is so much plot in that film and, and there are heavy moments where people die there are like joyful moments where transformers are dancing <laughs> it's it's a mute like there's there's great music it's uh, man how do you not like that and anyways i i don't know legitimately i don't know I don't, how don't anyone know how could not love like that it. movie but it uh, reminds me of it's ba- so very brief like segue me in university right um being all like, oh, okay, a whole bunch of like chicks from um, my roommate, my female roommate's um, course are coming over, and we're all gonna watch this movie, right? Right. And we're all gonna just sit down, even though I had two couches. Some of us had to sit on the um, the floor, and the movie was Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, I saw a uh, live production of that. Actually, I've never seen and, the movie, but and. They they were the kind of people that were like watching it in like dead silence and like this was their favorite movie, and I'm just like mm. held hostage while I'm watching this mo- <laughs> uncomfortable movie, and it's not like it was bad or anything, but just like I can never rewatch that because of the very weird and sudden realization that like a bunch of like lesbians trying to convert my roommate were angry that I was watching this movie with them. And I kind of discovered that like throughout the movie and like after. And I had like made jokes and be like, oh, ha ha ha, like blah, blah, blah. Didn't get the vibe that they liked me for like some reason or whatever. And my roommate was like, oh, I kind of don't talk to them anymore. And I was like, huh and she kind of like realized they were like trying to recruit her in their like big poly lesbian family oh and they were upset with her that that, is not where i expected this story to go (laughs) (laughs) right and they were upset with her for inviting me to watch it without asking for their consent. And she would just like kind of, this is her fallout from them, right? She Because right. she's t- retelling the story to me and she just kind of like narrows her eyes and she's like, he's my roommate. We're platonic. And you, you said we're getting a bunch of people to watch the movie together. Right. Why are you yeah. upset <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that I invited somebody? And would you have been upset if it was a woman? And they were, they were like, well, no. And she's like, oh, okay, well, it was nice meeting you fine folks. Goodbye. <laughs> and I was like, oh, 
thanks. Thanks, buddy. Like, I went to high school with this this chick. And I was like, uh, you, it's not, and she's like, it's not that I stood up for you, it's that that's really fucking weird. And weird that they would get upset. Just all of it. There's a lot to unravel there. Anyways, boom, wanted to drop that story on you. Don't know why it <laughs> popped up into my head. Didn't realize I was getting in the way of like a, a lesbian cult recruiting my my roommate. Yeah, that's weird, right? Strange. <laughs> yeah, uh. I'm kind of very curious to to know more about that cult, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that's all what? I ever heard from them. <laughs> Explains a lot why they were very short with me and like. Uh, Making listener, conversation was weird. Listeners, if you are part of a like lesbian death cult, uh, write in. Too much energy. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying Outlook. that they were bad people. <laughs> I'm just saying it's hard for me to watch that movie because I'll always feel like like seven people are like giving me death glares. Right. <laughs> like I'm not. Hey, if you you're in a cult and it doesn't hurt people, you do you. If you're a lesbian <laughs> and you you don't hate men's existence, I I I love you. I'm I'm your friend. If you're in a lesbian cult, too, I, you do your thing, right? You yeah. do your thing. And like I said, you cannot like people. They didn't like, like people don't have to like me. But I just I I can't watch it again because I'll I'll feel like I'll feel like I'm being watched from the bushes from the shadows it was so weird i you you know how there's a human instinct like a a scientifically proven instinct when you know you're being watched Mm -hmm. that's what watching that movie was like like feeling like wolves were in the like the bushes like watching me i think that is probably (laughs) a like leftover uh, thing in our subconscious, like leftover from when we were lesser animals, lesser animals, basically. Oh, when even we like lesser animals than Homo sapien. Yeah, when we weren't the the dominant species on Earth. Oh, uh, interesting. So, some sort of ape that needed to avoid predators. Yeah, so like we can sense when like I don't know, like a saber toothed tiger or something yeah. like that is like fucking staring at us in the bush. Yeah. Just yeah. like waiting for their chance to like pounce and eat us. De- definitely. One hundred percent. Some yeah, sort yeah. of magic sixth sense that lets us know that predators are watching you from the bushes. Yeah. Or uh, a cult of women wants you to die. <laughs> <laughs> lesbian death cults yeah again I, listeners if you're part of a lesbian death cult write us in write write to us and uh tell us about it yeah i promise i won't interrupt your your movie nights you just have to tell me if i, if I was just told hey cal um we kind of want this to be like a ladies night boom i would have been like oh Say no more, fam. All I heard was like, like, fellow students were like coming over to watch a movie, and do you want to watch it? I was like, oh, right. cool. I've never heard of that. Sure. 
And then like everybody like looking at me like I've got like leprosy when they like showed up and I'm like, uh, hi, I'm Cal and like no one shaking my hand and <laughs> nobody introducing themselves and I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, wow, okay, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry uh... for being alive. And then one pet puts a hand on my shoulder and they're like, that's all we wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, I don't know. Anyways, that story time with, with Cal. I was 19. Yeah, 19. Well, never seen the movie, but like I said, I've seen a live stage performance of uh, that particular show. That that could probably cure me of that weird, like phobia of that movie. If I went to like a live action like, like stage play, with like friends I knew didn't that didn't hate me, I could I could 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 heal from that. <laughs> yeah, the the live stage production that I saw was pretty good. I'm not, I mean I'm not uh, I've been on record many times as stating that I'm not really a fan of musicals, but I, I love musicals. So I, I would like to find a way to give that another chance. Speaking of giving someone a chance. Uh, Megatron Megatron wants everybody to kill the Maximals. (laughs) There's no easy, Transit. There was no easy uh, transition back <laughs> to the episode. There. <laughs> How does uh, one follow up Hedwig and the Angry Inch? <laughs> with shooting at the Maximals. Cheers. Oh, they seem to be behind rocks. Well, we'll keep shooting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on the Axelon, we got some purple energy. Yeah. Uh, coming. And, uh... Yeah, there is like there is like some purple energy like going from Rhinox's body into the cosmos and uh Through there's some, some cables. Ca- yeah, there's some cables like connected to to his like vision quest table <laughs> yeah, thing that he's table. <laughs> that, it's that cool. All the particle to. effects are rad. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool, but like but yeah, so there's some cables like going from his vision quest table to a stasis pod. Presumably and... the stasis pod that Rhinox mentioned last episode was a blank. Mm-hmm. And we get an outside shot of the very beat up and shitty looking Axelon. And we can visually see two intertwining very bright purple plasma ropes shooting out of the bridge of the Axelon into the sky and into space. So this is actually something that others can visually see. And we get to see the Matrix. I I think. Yes? Space. (laughs) The vision quest. The final frontier. (laughs) And we cut back to the shootout. Yeah, and yeah, they're they're shooting, and Tarantulas is like talking up, to Black Arachnia. Yeah, I yeah, guess you can go long distance. The psychic link. 
Yeah, but I mean, basically, he's like, hurry. Yeah, sorry. Like, presumably, they're because it's a psychic link. There's presumably no, uh, like it's not bound by distance at all. I would well, think. I, I don't know. I've, I don't know the rules of psychic links. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing till now. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but he's he's telling Black Arachnia, who's still at the base, uh, the dark side, hurry up, witch. This cannot keep Megatron occupied forever. What's yeah, and she's along. Yeah, and she's like tearing through this shit. Is dumb. <laughs> she's tearing through shit, right? She literally has a pile of junk. Right. Like a rubber ducky, some guns, just like a mace, sex toys, the <laughs> statuesque head of um of um Ultra Magnus, like a pocket watch, a golden goblet, skis. Right. And she's like, Well, it wouldn't take so long if I knew what I was looking for. And I'm like, Tarantulas, dude. Wh- why why would you have not mentioned what I, I think that's bad writing. She's like, if I knew what I was looking for, it wouldn't take so long. And it's like, wouldn't the first thing you'd be telling her is the golden discs or a digital backup of them? Right. So yeah, he he mind flays her and says, the golden discs, dumbass. And I'm like, why didn't you mention that first? Yeah. This is your fault, Tarantulas. <laughs> And yeah, she turns and looks at the Dinobot-shaped hole in the ventilation system, and she's like, Dinobot took them. Yeah, and Tarantula says some shit and is all like, bah! Well, go look for the backup copy then, witch. uh, Megatron notices that Tarantula (laughs) is talking to himself, and he's all like, hmm. And meanwhile, there's some, like, some more like depth of field shit going on from the yeah. animators. Uh, and Megatron is all like, hmm, to whom is that underhanded arachnid speaking? Yeah, and so. he's like, I don't detect any radio transmissions open. Yeah. And Silverbolt is all like, these Maximals are fools. The Megatron's like, that's position. the kind of language I like to hear. <laughs> uh, we flank their position, but still they fight. And Megatron's all like, oh, the Maximals are many things, but fools, they are not. No. Props, props to him for giving them that credit. Yeah, yeah. I When, when I initially watched this episode, like, uh, about a week ago now, like, that was my... That that was my immediate takeaway was I was like, oh, hey, cool. Like Megatron is acknowledging that the Maximals are not fucking dumbasses. They're, they are. There's a reason that the Beast Wars have gone on that long. He, he recognizes they are not to be underestimated. Like he's right. I, I like that. Yeah. And generally, like, Megatron's tactics in this series up to now has basically just been, like, we will essentially attack the Maximals when we can outgun them, essentially. Yeah. Because he knows that's, like, the, the best chance that they have. 
Yeah, he actually looks up in the sky, sees the purple tendrils of Rhinox's vision quest, and he says, so that's what their plan was. To keep us from attacking their base. That's mm-hmm. when they met them out on, on this rocky outcrop. Right. And uh, he orders Waspinator and Silverbolt to take to the air and go attack the base. Yeah. And they do. And they do. And uh, Dinobot's all like, Megatron has deduced our strategy, such as it was. I I like his writing for these episodes. (laughs) But we are joining Rhinox again with purple shit flying all off his whole body this time. It's, It's super purpley. And a computer voice says, Unit Rhinox's core consciousness is fading. So he's so far out that he, if he doesn't like come back soon, he's he's done. Mm-hmm. And we join him flying through the matrix, go like some interstellar shit going on here. Yeah, this is and... some like Stargate shit <laughs> yeah. right here. And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna fade soon, but it's got to be here. As he's flying through the cosmos faster than the speed of light and like 80s vector grid lines are like flying all over the screen. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, And there's like a like Photoshop cutout of the Matrix just like chilling in the bottom right corner of the screen. Is there? Yeah. And uh, he says uh, it's got to be here on the other side of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. The Matrix being this eternal web of connectivity that connects all living things. Rhinox has talked about it before. Or yeah. sorry, at least all Transformers. Yeah, for the listeners, if you're not familiar with what the Matrix is, the Matrix is a thing from G1. I, I think the concept was actually first introduced in Transformers, the movie. I don't think it oh, was. It wasn't I'd... a G1 thing? Well, yeah, I don't think it was a thing in the cartoon prior to that. But basically, the the Matrix is this... It's essentially heaven for the Transformers, but it's also a physical thing that can be used as a plot device, essentially, to unleash power to help the, the good guys. Right. When needed. Um, but yes. It, yeah, it, like another plane of existence. Yeah, it's basically Transformers Heaven, but that is weirdly also contained in this, like, Spark Chamber, essentially. Yeah, so that's where Sparks, the, their Transformers souls, go when they die they get like recycled almost yeah sort sort no, it's not really reincarnation it's like it, yeah like you said more of a heaven that's where where that's where they end up or do they get reincarnated mm, i'm not sure actually that i know of no um I know that like spark, um, uh, their souls, uh, they're called sparks, right? Yeah. 
uh, they like Starscream Spark is just eternally like it, it never entered the Matrix. It is eternally flying through space, like screaming out into the void <laughs> until right. it collides with a planet with Transformers, presumably so he can uh, possess someone again. <laughs> Do Decepticon sparks enter the Matrix when they die, though? Oh. I, I thought Rhinox said that every all Transformers sparks do, but... I... Huh. I like to think so, because, like... That. I like um, to think so, too. Particularly in the case of, like, Maximals and Predacons, like, their version of Cybertron, like... I like to think of them as essentially just being like, uh, it's like, it's like characters different with different politics. No, like yes. not even like oh, different just politics. politics. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, okay. That's how I like to look at different the Maximals and Predacons. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how basically I them. Democrats versus Republicans. <laughs> basically, and we won't say which is which. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let uh, you be the judge of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying one side likes guns a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. One side wants peace, and the other side wants things to be a lot spicier. <laughs> we'll say. Spicier. Cheers. Well, spice is the variety of robot life. Can Transformers eat food? Because we know the beast, the, the Maximals can. Yeah, right? we, we, we've seen them do that in beast form before. We've seen Taran the arachnids eating, like, rodents. Have we right. seen the robots um, outside of Beast Wars eat things? I know they've eaten Energon chips. Right. Maybe they can eat anything and it gives them energy. It's just more efficient to eat energon chips. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Presumably they can right. eat almost anything and gain energy from it, but energon yeah. in its purest form, uh, sorry, in its um um form when it's stabilized is um is probably the gives them the most energy. Mhm. Mm Anyways, uh, thought, <laughs> um, random thoughts aside, uh, so, uh, Cheetor is flying through the air, going back to the base, because Megatron has figured out what's going on, and, uh, Waspinator says some Waspinator bullshit? <laughs> yeah, Waspinator is I all am like, in charge. Waspinator is the one in charge. Alright, Waspinator will lead. And Silverbolt is all like, okay, well, go ahead, lead. And Waspinator and is all like, oh, you not tell Waspinator what to do. <laughs> Waspinator in command. And I'm like, oh. this is a fucking dumb scene. Like, <laughs> Very Waspinator-like. He's never in charge of anything. And he's no, like, wait a second. Waspinator no, have seniority. No, not at all. But also, like, this scene, like, contributes nothing to the story. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Silverbolt even, like, shakes his head. He's like, oh. 
And then Cheetor gets him. Yeah, Cheetor, like, zooms in and, like, bashes Waspinator out of frame, and then Silverbolt, like, almost crashes into him, and then Cheetor uh, zooms away. Yeah. (laughs) And Silverbolt is all like, oh, I'm a dog, and that's a cat. Wow. Oh, yeah, because his eyes, his ears go, like, up. And his eyes go like crazy and his tongue sticks out. Like he has an instinct to chase a cat because he's a dog. Yeah. I'm glad you caught that too. Yeah. And then he just shrugs and then like flies after him. (laughs) And I'm like, it's a little uh, silly. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. I I was like, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we cut to, uh, yeah. Oh no. Dinobot. Yeah, we cut to Dinobot riding... Uh, oh my god, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> riding, Yeah, yeah. Riding on um, uh, wheel mode rat trap. I will say, I really like how textured Dinobot is in this Thank scene. Thank you! You noticed that too? Yeah, yeah. He's very, like... He looks great. Way better than the Transmetals. His character model is extremely textured and like actually looks dirty. Yes. Dirty, shot up, scuffed. Yeah. Like I he like doesn't it. just look like like smooth like chrome CGI. Yeah, he he's he's been through some shit. He's been covered in mud. He shot yeah. a bunch. He's been exploded he don't he's been diving behind rocks <laughs> he's he's riding on this little oh um he's had dust kicked up at him from rat traps wheels yeah and now he's like on like uh what were those Pow- power wheels <laughs> now he's like an adult trying to ride in a power wheels he's like oh, barely yeah. fitting <laughs> He's barely Fuck. fitting on Rat Trap. He even doesn't even want to do it. He's like, Ugh. he like shudders. To think I would ever do something so disgusting. But it's yeah, he like pulls scene. out his gun and it, it is all the like, to think gun. I've become a rat patrol. That's right. Uh, I I like it. I like yeah. your little rivalry. It's great. We, it, yeah, I, I, I like that scene. And the gun, that gun that he has still, it's it's huge. I, I love how he's it's just a giant cannon. Yeah. Giant like rifle. Even though it has yeah. a scope, he's been shoulder um he's been uh hip firing that that mother the whole time. Fucking like a, sh- like a shotgun. Fucking expert Call of Duty player right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why he um he popped up from behind the rock, jumped up in the air, did a three sixty, and then and then shot Megatron in the head. I was yeah. wondering what what that was. Yeah. <laughs> so we we cut to Lady Arachne, and she's like hacking a half broken like console. Oh, slightly before that, Megatron picks up on the fact that uh, Rattrap and Dinobot are fucking off, and he's all like. They're running. Yes. Now's the time to advance. And he goes to beast mode and like flies away. Oh yeah, they all pursue. Yeah. So shit, shit's getting real soon because there, there's a lot of Predacons coming. Yeah, and they're Lady Arachne. 
Lady Arachnia has found some shit. She hacked into the the matrix? <laughs> the 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 digital the, matrix. The other the matrix. spiritual <laughs> matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um there's a bunch of zeros and ones and as she's like finding this information on the discs, she, um whenever what's his name is trying to talk through her, presumably sense things through her eyes too. Uh tarantulas. Whenever he's trying to like psychic talk to her, she right. like twitches in pain and his voice comes out of her mouth, right? Right. It's not just in her head. And she yeah. shields her eyes so as if so that he can't see that she's found the computer. Yep. I just noticed. And he's all like uh basically like, oh uh don't hide shit from me, bitch. Tell me what you found. And then uh someone Rat shoots a rock. Rat trap. Rat trap <laughs> driving around with I love this scene. God damn it, it's <laughs> it's so good. With the uh, with the giant rifle, um and fucking Dinobot's so badass. Does he have a joystick? No, it's um a tr- it's a mount on the the cannon. He fires this giant gat, like positioned in between his legs, on top of Rat Trap, and Rat Trap's tiny. Like <laughs> I don't know how right. this is possible. And he shoots. This is such a Beast Wars thing. Now he shoots, <laughs> but not at right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this yeah. is such a Beast Wars thing. He shoots at a rocky pillar nearby and dislodges a giant rock and it rolls and squishes tarantulas a giant fucking boulder that was being held up by like one basically one little pebble <laughs> that dinobot shot away he dislodged it and it crushes tarantulas yeah and i'm like god damn it that that is such a beast wars trope <laughs> at this <laughs> to point take someone yeah. out with rolling rocks 100%. yeah uh, I think they've taken more people out with rolling rocks than than they've shot. No, no, yeah. not really. <laughs> but it's funny to think of. So, um, yeah, tarantulas. so Tarantulas is squashed, and uh, Black Arachnia picks up on this because she can't uh, talk to him. Yeah, she can't. She can't talk to him like she's not hearing him in her thoughts anymore. So she's all like, ah. Now I will I will hack the internet. I will time to hack. And she's like, computer, download and triple encrypt. Stat. And so some energy shoots some shit right into her eyes. Yeah, <laughs> like and her eyes energy. turn into binary. Yeah, it's a bunch of it's like the matrix code, a bunch of zeros and ones, like rapidly like shooting behind her eyes. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. And we're back to the Dinobot riding rat trap. It's pretty yeah. rad. <laughs> yeah, and Megatron and Inferno crash into one another and then land oh, yeah. on the ground and their heads swapped. And I forgot about that. It's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking they swap stupid. heads. Yeah, and but Inferno like... is just laughing and Megatron's <laughs> all like, What? <laughs> And at, I guess what head controls what body you're on? Because it's so weird, man, seeing Megatron's head on Inferno's body. He goes, Rah! and he punches Inferno's head. 
on yeah. Megatron's body, but it doesn't knock his head off. No. I'm like, so are they just like that now? Because that's awkward. Nope. No, they must have switched heads off screen. Yeah. And Tarantulas wakes up and he's like, Black Arachnia, what did you discover? Answer me, you cunt. You stupid whore. <laughs> stupid bitch. Tell me. And, uh... and she's like, oh no, it was all booby trapped. The data tracks are unrecoverable, I'm afraid. Yeah, and she like coyly hides destroyed. her gun behind her back <laughs> and does a cute little po- innocent pose. Yeah. And, and I'm uh... like, yes, lie. He throws his hands, Tarantulas throws his hands up in the air, and he's like, ah, curses. I'm like, good, <laughs> she needed a win. Fuck this guy. Not gonna lie, like, I'd probably fall for her shit. Just saying. You'd fall for her, um, like, feminine wiles? Yeah. That's like, okay. Like, if Black Arachnia was, like, doing her, like, feminine wiles, like, nonsense as she was trying to, like, pull the wool over me, basically, like, I I think I'd probably fall for it. Because I'd be all like, damn titties. (laughs) I've been cooped up in the dark side with nothing but Predacon dick for decades. (laughs) I can't uh, say no to golden spider titties. No. <laughs> uh, but I'd also be like, <laughs> spiders are repulsive and uh, uh, nightmare nightmare fueling creatures. So I'm like... I'm uh, developing a complex. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm like, I I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> I don't know whether I should scream and stomp or put my dick in it. <laughs> or you why are, not both? <laughs> you are a disgusting creature that should have been obliterated by nature. Yes, <laughs> but also damn titties. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. What's that? You want me to do something for you? (laughs) So, I will be afraid, but I will also kind of like it. Yes. (laughs) If you want to step on my face while I'm on the ground, I'll pretend I don't like it. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Anyways... So, so Cheetor's flying around, and he's getting chased by Silverbolt, and then uh, he they deactivates try- Sentinel's shields. Right, and Sentinel like starts firing at Silverbolt, and uh, they transform, and then uh, Cheetor like shot out of the air. Yeah, yeah, they transform. They're on the ground. Uh. Cheetor has his weird like tail whip thingy, but it's to... also rigid and can be an axe. I, I don't. Yeah, right. And uh, the the team badass but awkward shows up. Rat trap on with with Dinobot. 
Yeah, yeah. So Rattrap and Dinobot show up, and uh, Dinobot's all like, well, let's kill this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because Silverbolt's like, well, make it quick. Get it over with already. Yeah. And uh, Dinobot pumps his shotgun. He's like, okay. Actually, I think it, he's holding his drill rapier. Rapier. Yeah. And um, both Cheetor and Rat Trapper like stop him as yeah. he's swinging it down, and he's like, "No, it's not what Big Bot would have wanted." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Silverbolt is sentiment. He's basically like, "Wait, what? You're gonna?" Yeah, he's watching live? them, and he's confused. Like yeah. he's like an hour old, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. Well, and all and... he's seen. Uh, up to this point is just like the Predacon, Predacon way of Predacon doing bullshit. things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tyranny. So, yeah. Yeah, and um, Rat Trap smacks um, Dinobot's chest and he's like, yeah, pick him up and bring him to the CR chamber. And mm. Silverbolt's eyes are just like going, his head is like looking left and right as he's watching them confusingly. Right. Yeah, and so uh, yeah. they're there, and uh, some giant purple big E energy shoots back down from the purple connection to the Matrix and slams into Rhinox's body. Yep, and uh, Rhinox is back. Um, Dinobot drops Silverbolt's ch- chunky body in the CR chamber. Yep. I also like how... Uh, Rat Trap's face here in this shot is also quite textured. Like it doesn't just look like you know. Yeah, it's you're right. Around. Like it, yeah, there's it's not just reflective. There's some metallic grooves and uh, not matte, but like less reflective parts to it. Good, good for them. Bumpy. Is the the word that I would yeah. use? And like, yeah, yeah, like his, his skin looks bumpy. Yes, and there's little cracks and indentations and textures on like his little sam the sides of his samurai helmet thing. Yeah, that he's got going for him. That's kind of why I don't like Megatron's um, beast mode. Mm. It's very perfectly shiny and like clean and smooth. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Rhinox and uh, Rat Trap exchange some few words, and he's like, well, where the hell did you go? You didn't tell us anything. And he's like, I went where all are one. I appreciate the uh, the, the callback there to um, <laughs> Transformers the movie, till all are one. Oh, yeah. Good point. Till yeah. all are one, yeah. Yeah, he was exploring the Till all are what? What are you talking about? You big, and then they're interrupted by shots. By yeah, the computer is basically like, oh, uh, Predacons are storming the base essentially, and Rattrap is like, oh great, we're all gonna die, (laughs) and Rhinox is like, it happens, but miracles happen too, as he like grabs his like one of his like gatling guns and like cocks it yeah he's like let's go kick some bread butter go down swinging 
Yep. And this, uh, kudos to the writers. There's some silly bullshit in this episode, but like this final like fight is this is some shit. I I like it. Mm-hmm. The slow motion parts <laughs> where it goes to ten frames per second, it looks so bad. Yeah. Some more uh, purple energy slams down from the spirals that go into the space and um, travels down the cords. Yeah. As all the other Maximals are outside getting ready to f- meet their maker if they if they must. Yeah, they and... the purple energy like surges into the ship and through the thing that the cords. Yeah, yeah, through the thing that uh, Rhinox yeah. was lying in and then through the cable cords and into the stasis pod containing a blank and the door slams open dramatically but we don't see who's inside Mm. yeah and we cut to the fight where it's like what is it now like four maximals yeah versus one two three four five predacons yeah Another 10 frames per second scene as whoever's in the stasis pod slowly go- I hate the slow motion. <laughs> it's, it's so it's, hard to look at. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and we see a shadow of someone coming. And he opens the CR chamber where Silverbolt is. And, and in a Silverbolt, mighty five frames yes, per second. And his mouth goes agape. And I'm like, really? Like, why is he shocked? Because Why like, would he be shocked? He didn't... Li- okay, li- Listeners, we know it's fucking Optimus. Like and you Optimus know it's is Optimus. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Optimus we, we is back. Think about it, but it's fucking Optimus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Optimus but is Silver back. Silverbolt never met but him. Like, exactly. <laughs> so why would he be surprised to see him? Yeah. Wouldn't he just be like, "Hi, my name's Silverbolt. Who are you?" <laughs> exactly. So he's like. <gasps> In like great shock. Also, <clears throat> Silverbolt's been in the CR chamber for ten seconds. What is he doing? <laughs> fully functional, right? Right. What? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so the Predacons keep firing, and they finally uh, destroy Sentinel's shield, and, and they break uh, like it's made of glass rather than it being energy. It's very yeah. weird. Cool looking. But so the Maximals uh, keep firing on and keep shooting, and then they they all one by one kind of run out of bullets. Yeah, Cheetor does some weird shit. He's like, Rhinox is like, "Well, it's us and them now." Cheetor's like, "That's what I like to hear," and he puts his hands together, which I guess were his beast modes, w- one half of the beast mode's head. So his hands. Yeah. And the jaw, like the mouth, makes his hands when he's in robot form. But when he yes. slams his arms together, it's the cheetah head together. And when he opens his hand, it shoots out green bolts of energy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I like that. That's cool. Why'd Rhinox yeah. just run out? Like, he hasn't fired his guns in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. Why are they running out of bullets at all? Has this ever been a thing <laughs> on the show? Uh, d- 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 no, I don't think so. 
Not really. I, I don't think so. Remember that scene where Rhinox was firing his gats for like two minutes to the point <laughs> where there was a pile of empty shells like at his feet? Right. That was only a few episodes ago, too. Yeah. And now they're all out of weapons? What about their energy weapons? Fire your goddamn eye lasers, Dinobot. Right? Anyways, they get shot to hell, and they all duck behind these tiny, shitty rocks, which <laughs> somehow block all the shots. Dinobot roars in defiance, and he's shot in the dick, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and in a very Looney Tunes moment, the rock that they're hiding behind gets completely shot. They're not, they're fine. It's just the rock gets shot apart. And they look up and they're like, uh oh. And they gasp and look at the, each other and then look at the camera. <laughs> yeah. And then they're shot to fuck. Yeah. Shot to hell. And there's a very cool Western shot. We, yeah, we get a, a, a very Western. Influence. Silhouette of the Predacons with the sun at their back. Right. I think I might actually make that the show art that, for the that's episode. That's pretty cool. The Predacons with the, the um, sunrise in the background. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it the Predacons? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nobody's in the background, actually. And Rhinox's whole chest is blown out, and he's like, here comes the dawn. And Dinobot is like, and our doom. And his arm falls off, literally. Yeah. Oh no, here it is. Yeah, here's the shot with the the Predacons with the sil they're they're just look all black and their their silhouettes are against the sunrise. Right. Fucking mwah. Like, oh I love that shot. If there was a high like a high definition like version of this, I'm just watching on Tubi. <laughs> uh, I'd make that my wallpaper. I do it mm -hmm. anyway. It that's cool. That's I love that. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I'm insane. gonna make I'm gonna make that the the show art for the episode. That's cool. Um, and so yeah, the the Predacons uh come up to the Maximals who are like uh bruised, broken, and bleeding. And they've come to execute them, basically, up yeah. close. And as they're getting ready to... To die. Or, to die. Yeah, basically getting ready to die, Dinobot to the others says, at least we go... And he puts his hand with, to his chest. With honor. With honor. And, and I'm, I'm like, like... You did. You did, Yeah, man. I feel that. Like, the... The, the Maximals could quite literally die here. And this could be the end of the show, but you you fucking you. But I would be you like your best boys. Yeah, you guys went out with a bang. Like you tried your best. That's that's how I want Scorponok and Pterosaur to to go out. Fucking like defiant to the very end, fighting for what they believe in. Yeah, with some fucking dignity. Any, anyways, moving on. I'm always, always going to be bitter about that, <laughs> listeners. Anyways, there's an explosion, but it's not at the Maximals. Yep. And they all gasp. Literally. Every single person, the camera zooms in, and it shows their surprised eyes and their wide-open mouths. 
And we see a at the maximal base. We see a new transformer being all like, "Well, that's just Prime." And it zooms in, and he's in his robot form, and it's Transmetal Optimus with Michael Jackson's nose. <laughs> and I fucking hate it. So do I. <laughs> I like I like Transmetal Optimus other than the fucking head. Like, yeah, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> Even Aren't like downers, this is big ass moment in the show, and we're like, look at this fucking <laughs> stupid nose. Uh, yeah. So Optimus is like firing at the Predacons, and uh, like Cheetor is like, "Hey, go big bot!" Oh, I just realized that Optimus shot through the hull of the um the Axelon to shoot at the Predacons. Really? Yeah. If you if you back it up as the camera's zooming in and the smoke clears, he shot through the side of the Axelon. He's in the bridge. He shot out the wall. Yeah. He shot through his own ship. Oh, it's not the bridge, it's like a hallway or something. Bruh, what are you doing? Huh. He literally shot to make a surprise entrance, I guess. Yeah, I don't like his pupil-less, like, weird... His pupil-less eyes and his, like, weird nose. Yeah, I... Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. I, I don't either. Something folds out from his back. Oh, sorry, of all the Predacons, he goes... Fire on Optimus Primal! And all the Predacons shoot at Optimus. He, who <clears throat> has one of those shields we saw from Season 1, where Optimus used a shield like one time. Right. And this rig, he says, my turn. And this rig comes out from over his back and folds out in front of him, like a, some sort of like cannon with stabilizers. Yeah. And a little virtual crosshair and he just starts shooting this like auto cannon at them which has so far been the most powerful like gun any of them has had outside of like a ship's defenses mm-hmm. it's cool yeah he doesn't hit shit with it but <laughs> <laughs> the predacons run away at least and all yeah. the maximals are like yeah big bot fuck yeah and then yeah, he Mer- transforms into beast mode, and he's got a yeah, we're ge- yeah, we're 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 getting that like rockin' Beast Wars music that oh yeah, and Optimus yeah, he goes into his beast mode, so he has flight in his beast mode too, and it's a snowboard with rockets on it. He yep. he can he can airboard, ladies and gentlemen. You remember airboarding? How fucking nineties can you possibly be? Right. Like, you remember airboarding was a thing? People would like skydive with snowboards and like, right. Do, yeah, yeah. Right. Anybody yeah, listening yeah. that has no idea what airboarding is, I you, it's it's people jumping out of a plane and skydiving, but they're doing sweet tricks with a snowboard. 
Yeah, yeah it was a thing during the 90s. Anyway, <laughs> very pointless thing. But yes, yeah. it, it, it was a thing. And that speak and that's a thing because Optimus is on a snowboard or an airboard and it has jets in the back. So he's now surfing at them. He's not letting these Predacons get away. But Megatron, yeah. he's like Yeah, he's like Go ahead. He's a fucking hoverboard gorilla now. He's a he's a hoverboard gorilla because fuck because... looking like animals anymore. Because this is 1997, <laughs> god fucking damn it. That, looking like <laughs> animals was so 1996. This is 1997, god damn it. And we're going to be shiny, yes. Chrome gorillas <laughs> on flying hoverboards, Cheers. This isn't planet Energon anymore, no. This is Earth, where we... Board skydive and we're shiny <laughs> and we have <laughs> wheels. <laughs> oh and, god! Uh, Megatron says flight is no longer your advantage, Optimus. Beast mode, and uh, he takes to the skies too. Yep, they're showing off the new toys. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And so they both fly around, and then... Woo, Optimus, yeah, look at them fly! <laughs> and then Optimus lands, goes back into robot form, and all the Predacons, like, shoot at him, but he... From behind like, rocks. From behind rocks, yep. The old, the old Beast Wars maneuver. Yeah, he... <laughs> he seems to have gotten himself surrounded. But luckily, Inferno is the first one to shoot his two... Inferno rockets. Sometimes Inferno shoots plasma blasts. Sometimes he shoots rockets. I don't know. But Optimus literally matrixes uh, <laughs> these rockets and they turn for some reason, making me think they're heat seeking. Right. Because they explode and take out Tarantulas and Quick Strike. <laughs> Luckily. Yeah. And then there's literally like, like, uh, What's this trope? Like the quick draw, like standoff between Optimus yeah, the, and Inferno. Yeah, the uh, the the gunslinger standoff. Yeah, where they both like hover their hands over and like the, uh, a hawk screeches in the distance. Draw, partner. <laughs> draw, partner. <laughs> um. Oh shit! What game was that? Don't tell me. Um. I played the fuck out of like a Western game on the Sega Genesis. Uh, Lethal Enforcers Two. Holy shit, dude! I fucking love Lethal Enforcers. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> uh, the The first one was uh, set in like the first one was a contemporary. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one was Lethal Enforcers Two: Gunfighters. Get back, or I'll blow him away. <laughs> you ain't gonna catch me, Sheriff. <laughs> My cousins and I played the fuck out of that. Not with, like, guns, but, like, painfully, like, using the D-pad to, like, right. move the yeah, cursor yeah. over the screen. No, I, I remember playing the second one on Sega Channel with a, wow. uh, with a controller. Uh, the first one I actually played on um, Sega CD with uh and i like i had the full like light gun kit and everything oh nice yeah 
rise my braves there's like uh like a um a native american necromancer that like brings back to life like a, a bunch of like 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 native americans with like boas and arrows and tomahawks and shit like you fight like a fucking necromancer in that game it's crazy mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I played the first one more than the second one, but yes, I, I I definitely played Lethal Enforcers too. Who is the um the the dad bod um cop from Mortal Kombat Three? Striker? Oh, I have no idea. You know how Mortal Kombat Three, or actually, I guess Mortal Kombat One and Two, kind of used like live action like cells. For like the characters? Oh, they definitely did. Yeah, yeah. It was um Yeah, they used uh uh mo capped like live action actors and then for like, for all of the fighters. Yeah, and that like... was at a time when like no one was doing that in video games. Yeah, there was a character called Striker. I think it was Mortal Kombat 3 was when he was introduced. But like, right. do you remember all when it was like blah 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 versus blah 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 on the versus screen? It would show like the live action like actors that played them, right? Rather than like the the cell shaded like characters, and it was just like a dude. He's just a dude with a gun. Striker with like a backwards hat and like a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> And anyways, in Lethal Enforcers 1, there's, like, an enemy that, like, will pop up every now and then that looks a lot like Striker. I, I don't... But I know this is a crazy tangent, but I just thought that was funny. I'll actually link you to some uh, Striker images fanfic. for for your, uh... For fanfic. For your, Striker uh, erotic enjoyment. fanfic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would be shocked if that didn't exist, at least somewhere on the internet. Right? Uh, oh, God. Anyway, let's get back to the show. <laughs> yeah, we're almost done here. So, uh, yeah, so Optimus and Inferno have a, like, Western-style, like, draw! <laughs> yeah. Like, gunfight duel, and obviously Optimus wins. And then uh, uh, Megatron tries to backshot Optimus because he's all like, well, fuck that guy. Cheers. <laughs> and then Silver Silverbolt is all like, no, fuck you. And transforms and like yeah. body checks um, Megatron, Megatron out of right frame. Off, right, right off, off a the, cliff. Right off a fucking cliff. Yeah. And Silverbolt is basically to Optimus, like, yeah, I'm actually a Maximal, so... He's yeah. like, so is it okay if I join you? Yeah. And, um, this, is, this is actually really comical. So they both are staring as Megatron is screaming and ang his angry scream, falling off the edge. And then it cuts to them, and he's like, uh, so yeah, I knew in my heart that I was always a Maximal, so can I join you? And then they both stop, turn, and look over the edge again. 
And then the camera turns back, and even farther down, it's still showing Megatron falling. And he's like, ah. <laughs> and then they continue the conversation, and Optimus is like, well, I like your resume. <laughs> I, fucking, that is great writing. I, right. I love that. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Silverbolt. Such a good boy. A good doggo. He is. Uh, so we're back. Uh, after that, we're back at the Axelon, and uh, Optimus is all like, "So the alien blast did this, huh? How do the new bodies uh, handle energon buildup?" And Rhinox is all like, "Oh well." That shit ain't a problem anymore because all the energon locally was either detonated or converted into stable energon cubes. Oh. All of it was either destroyed or transformed into stable energon cubes. Oh. Yep. And that's been very difficult for them to do because they don't have the facilities. Um, I think the Predacons have done it to some extent, but not in any yeah. large form so this this changes things yeah so that like little bit of dialogue is probably from a like from a plot perspective probably the most important bit in either of these episodes honestly it's interesting you say that if i had just watched beast wars i would have been like i don't know what the fuck that means but going back right. and watching a bit of g1 watching the transformers animated movie from the 80s um watching war for cybertron on netflix i'm like oh this is a big fucking deal yeah it's not just all raw unstable like energon crystals yeah this is this is a big deal so i'm i'm glad i i caught that yeah and that you you're saying yeah that's probably important. It also uh, completely negates the need for them to transform into animals anymore. Oh, so oh. this changes Ooh. things. You don't like that? No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't because it kind of kneecaps the whole fucking point of. Having a beast mode? Yeah. Also, as you and I discussed with Candace and with each other. Right. Um, at the season one uh, roundup that we did. It's a really believable and interesting um, plot mechanic uh, to have them only have limited time in their robot forms means battles can't be that long. Sometimes it yeah. puts them in precarious situations where they have to transform back even though they don't want to. It's good. Yeah. That's a good premise. And that's gone now. Yep. Uh... So, uh... <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... I gotta tell you, Christopher, things are kind of... The plot seems to be amping up. But uh, you don't like I have where some it's issues. Going. With, <laughs> yeah, I have some yeah. issues. It's ramping up, but I don't like where it's ramping up. <laughs> what it's ramping up toward? No, trans metals aren't visually appealing. Um, there are fusors. 
Um, they don't need to transform into their beast mode anymore. Um, they killed off my boy Scorponok and my boy Terrorosaur. I there's a lot of bad, is what I'm yeah. saying. Um, I there's uh, on that list is Optimus's face. <laughs> on that list is Megatron's yeah. arm. <laughs> on that list is um purple shiny toy just, dinosaur Megatron. Quick strike in general. Quick quick strike's existence is on that list. <laughs> Silverbolt. Silverbolt is a plus. Uh, <laughs> strike existing. <sure. laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Man, they kill off Scorponok and Pterosaur and they give me Quick Strike, but with the rubbing salt in the wound. Fuck Jeez. Hasbro. Like, <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. Hasbro. <laughs> if they had the creative um, freedom to do what they would have wanted, I... I don't know. I'll just leave Ter- it at that. Pterosaur and Scorponok were killed off because of a Hasbro mandate. So, fuck yeah. ass, bro. <sighs> anyways. Anyways, let's... We're we're pretty much at up. the end of this episode, so, like, Optimus is all like, oh, yeah, I've got a lot of things to do and new people to meet. New people but, like, to meet. But, like, uh, have Rattrap clear all of his junk out of my quarters. Uh, most importantly... I have yeah. to get, and he raises his voice and leans into Rat Trap. I have to get Rat Trap to clear out all of his junk out of my quarters. Right, and Rat and Trap Cheetor is puts all his like... hands on his t- tips, and he's like, "Rat Trap." <laughs> I, I like that. Even Dinobot. <laughs> he yeah. calls him an opportunistic vermin. <laughs> uh, and, at least uh, that's funny. And Rat Trap is all like, "Yeah." Uh, you know the the guy was dead. You know, cut me some slack, hey. And I'm <laughs> like, I mean, fair, <laughs> but still, he did ask if he could uh, have his room. Do you remember before and the he said no? <laughs> and he's like, absolutely not, <laughs> out of the question. Uh, and so uh, we are joined by a very weird-looking beast mode tarantulas back on the dark side hanging so, out and investigating again for the third time the great with Dinobot silhouette <laughs> taking a chunk out of <laughs> I love that yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have so, noticed if you didn't point that out to me so, so Megatron is all like so Dinobot took the discs and destroyed my backup but we are blessed with your complete recovery. Cheers <laughs> to Black Arachnia. Right. Um, She's like, I exist only to serve you, Megatron. Megatron, cheers. kind of knowing that there's tomfoolery, has this big fake fucking smile on his face, and he's like, Yes, and my backup data tracks. You're, and he gestures, you're sure that nothing could be recovered from them? And Tarantulas, like, Transmetal Tarantulas, like, drops down from the ceiling from a, like, spider, from a, like, energy Energy web. Energy silk, yeah. Yeah, and is all like, yes, nothing at all. And 
Black Arachnia turns and she's like, well, as you can see, and she clips some like yeah. cords, severing like the, the control panel from like the wall. Yeah. Completely destroyed. Yeah. And I'm she like, like, why'd she do that? <laughs> yeah. And she like sways her hip to the side and like perks her chest out and puts one of her claws on her hip and like not gonna lie like watching this i'm like oof. you go girl <laughs> yeah you go, girl. i'm like i'm like yeah. i don't remember much but i'm looking forward to boss bitch black arachnia yeah i i i hope that's coming i I may have been robot horny in that exact <laughs> moment. <laughs> Megatron angrily turns around and punches Tarantulas out of the air. Yes. And this is weird. He has like a villain monologue on his rollerblades. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't have a villain monologue on your rollerblades and be taken seriously, bro. So he flips his like, little blades out. We've entered a new phase of the Beast Wars, then. Cheers. Whee! <laughs> Transforms into his beast mode. This is cool. And he's like, future developments should prove very interesting. And he, like, waves his claws goodbye as he, like, goes, slides backwards into the darkness down one of the hallways. Yeah. And uh, Black Arachnia, looking fine as fuck, is all like... Yeah, she's like, like, interesting indeed. (laughs) And uh, the camera zooms in on her eyes, and she's got green zeros and ones just rolling. And then there's static. Yep. Showing us that she clearly still, like, was successful in stealing data from Megatron's computer. Yeah, she's got the backs up back backups of the disks. Yeah. Like is stored in her head. Yeah. So done done. Done done done. So <laughs> that was done, that's it, baby. Yeah, that was Coming of the Fusors parts one and two, episodes two and three of season two of Beast Wars. Uh, here on Too Much Energon, we rate shows on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from uh, not, not enough Energon, enough Energon, which is anything from the worst thing ever to you know not great eh. to yeah to uh, sufficient Energon, which is which ranges from basically like okay. you know yeah. It was okay to like, yeah, pretty good to too much energon, which is anything from, eh, you know, it's, it was pretty good to literally the best episode ever. So, so Cal, it's a three point scale, three point scale. <sighs> indeed. So Cal, what would you rate coming of the fusors parts one and two on the too much energon scale? Well, it is not too much energon. <laughs> I could tell you that uh, there were hype moments, right? Right. It's, but it's also not. Oh, geez. 
Is it not enough energon? I I think it's a sufficient amount of energon. A a low sufficient amount of energon for me. I oh, mm. or is it? Is it not enough energon? It, it's it's a sufficient amount of energon for me, dog. Right. Uh, these are getting not enough energon from me. Um. I kind of You know liked... what? No, I... I've, I've been bitching so much. These get yeah. enough, enough energon for me, man. Yeah, both episodes. Like, I, I, I kind of liked the, the Western callbacks, but at the same time, like, the, the homages to classic Western films, but at the same time, like, there was no real reason for it. Quick Strike either... was introduced? <laughs> but like was he no... was never the focal point of the action, right? And yeah, and I, I don't like no, Quick no, Strike. No. It gets and... enough energon for me. I, I'm allowed to change my my verdict, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not enough energon, definitely. <laughs> yeah, this um, both of them, both episodes. Yeah, they. <sighs> Yeah, honestly, they both like both episodes just kind of feel like nothing really happens. No, and um Candace has said this when when she was on the show and you and I have said this, there are great moments. Wartorn scuffed up, dirty, two ammo belt Dinobot with a yeah. giant fucking like rifle riding <laughs> Rat Trap. That's yeah. great. That's that's that fuck yeah. I I love that. Them sure, facing yeah. their deaths. Like, just, like, and being okay with that, or at least Dinobot being like, hey, at least we go with honor, right? Like, yes. Yes, very good moment. Optimus blasting a hole in the side of the ship <laughs> and after scaring Silverbolt for some reason. And... <laughs> for some Right? <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and, like... <gasps> Sky surfing to get surround. I that wasn't as triumphant as I had hoped for. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. The and he's or, ugly looking. I uh, these episodes sucked. Yeah, <laughs> like I wanted them to be better, and like I remember them being better. But watching them now, I'm just like, uh. No. Sometimes when you're an adult, right? You're yeah. like, oh god, here comes Energon farts. But then you're <laughs> like, oh, that that was hilarious. That was a great episode. But also mm -hmm. as an adult, you're like, oh yeah, I can't wait for like this, this. I was so hyped as a kid. But then you're like, uh, eh. <laughs> so things things change when you're an adult and we we rag on a lot of stuff, but we also love a lot of episodes too. Yeah, this was not one. No. And uh, on that note, uh, on that... we gotta get out. Gotta yeah, get we're out. out of time. We're so... out of time. Oh, so, uh, that was season two of Beast Wars: Coming of the Fusors, Fuse part Wars. one and two. Uh, we got some listener engagement. Uh, 
use amazing shit. I love Beast Wars and hearing you guys run through the episodes with a fresh take is ultra gear. Solid impressions as well. Yes. Nice. <laughs> wow, he, he thinks he must be talking about you. <laughs> uh so that that tells me he's at least listened to an episode. Yeah, th- thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, brother Kyle. Uh keep on listening. The the episodes only get better with time. Uh we will be back next week with the fourth episode of season two, Tangled Web. Um gotta be honest, I barely remember this episode. I some some are vaguely familiar from here on out for me, but I I don't I don't know if I watched it or if I did it. Right. Left my and, brain. <laughs> right. And like I know that's that's more the norm with you. But it's weird that, for you. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, for me, like it's generally like up to this point anyway, like generally I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this episode coming up. Like I watched it like five hundred times. Even as, if it's not your as a child, you like remember it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over and over again. But like this episode coming up, like I know I've seen it, but I don't really remember much about it. So this'll be this'll be interesting to to revisit. Hooray! I'm sure it's great. Not a filler episode at all. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, best way to support the show is if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please give us a five star rating because it helps us out with it, discoverability. Uh, also, check out our website uh, www.toomuchenergon.ca. The whole www thing is very important because the url does not work otherwise and i am too stupid when it comes to website shit to figure out how to actually fix that (laughs) (laughs) uh if you want to write in much like brother kyle did uh send us an email at uh too much energon at outlook.com uh like i said we will be back next week with the fourth episode of season two tangled web so keep an eye out for that uh next friday ish <laughs> ish yeah but yeah, yeah thanks if you've if you've the, what is this gonna be like three another three and a half hour <laughs> episode <laughs> that, if yeah if you've stuck with us and listened all the way to this point thanks for listening yes we we appreciate all of you listeners so if you if you stick with us as we ramble on for three and a half hours about a twenty-two minute <laughs> episode of a twenty-five year old cartoon, write in because we 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 legitimately appreciate the feedback. Yeah, we do. We we wanna know that somebody out there is listening and that we're not just screaming out into the matrix. <laughs> into the matrix. But uh, speaking of the Matrix, uh, it's time for us to fly off into the void. Yep. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And until next week, Beast Mode. Beast Mode, which is optional from this point onwards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... uh. (laughs)
I'm a rat. Wheels. My new name is Wheelie Rat. Beast mode! Beast mode!